You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... I'm gonna be a mighty gay, the gayest <laughs> that there was. Wait, what? Was this ad-libs with gay instead of like the words of a Disney song? Yes. Uh, okay. Because it's all gay. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait to be gay. <laughs> er. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Another week, another podcast of Blurred O-Vision. Did you miss us? I missed y'all. I'm tired. If you can't hear my voice, I stay up late, late last night partying. I don't usually drink, Ooh, but I did. was me? I had fun. <laughs> well, I'm not saying pity me. I'm just saying if I sound tired, that's why. <laughs> I don't usually go drinking, but I did, so. But how was your week, Michael? I'll be did you drinking. watch? I'll be drinking. Was that Beyonce? Yes. <laughs> How was your week, Michael? Did you watch Stranger Things? Yes, I did. Are you ready to talk about it? Yes, I am. Me too. What's this podcast episode going to be about? Because I don't remember. <laughs> Stranger Things. Uh, Fire Force. I watch Fire Force. It's going to be about things. Strange things? <laughs> A lot of strange things. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, is that it? Is there anything else that we... Oh, crawl, motherfucker. Supposed to be more, but... Yeah, but you didn't watch it. You you didn't watch Dr. Stone, so we're even. No, we're not even. (laughs) You told me to watch Crawl last week. If you go back to last week's episode at the very end, I go, Crawl? Who's going to watch Crawl? Guess who didn't watch it? Who told me to? Michael? (laughs) It's not my fault. I don't have have transportation, so how am I going to get to movies? My mother decided to go to have fun in Baltimore, so... Well, here's the cruel irony. I didn't even... Like, before you, I didn't know Crawl was even a movie. Yet, I'm the one that saw it. Didn't think I would like it. But, spoilers, I ended up loving it. So, what the fuck? I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Is that a copyright? McDonald's. I hope you're not listening. (laughs) Before you get sued now. Thanks. But, yeah. I mean, the premise of a alligator in a hurricane, much like, like Deep Blue Sea, or even Sharknado, sharks in a tornado. It sounds so stupid. But, yet, somehow... It's like people will take the the goofiest premises and make the most thought provoking, like suspenseful movies possible. It's crazy. I need to watch Krypton. I just thought about that. Oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> I'm watching I'm Crawl. Want to see that first episode? I haven't seen any. Why do you I still ain't watch Krypton? No, yet? <laughs> but I watch Fire Force. What's wrong with me? <laughs> this week has been hectic as hell. Like I've been juggling working on Power Rangers and World of the Episode Three. This is supposed to be an anime heavy episode. Fire Force, Doctor Stone, and then Shield Hero. I didn't watch none of that. I watched two things that you didn't like that don't matter. Fire Force and Crawl. What what am I doing? <laughs> I failed this podcast. Fire Force doesn't matter. I mean, I liked it, but whatever. We'll, we'll get into it. But you know what does matter? Our listeners. And they care about us, Michael, because we've been complaining about no iTunes reviews, but guess what they did? They left us two. 
So we got iTunes reviews. I was going to say, so we got two people that care about yes, us. just two. Out of like the, the 2,000 plus listeners we have, we got two. <laughs> That's pretty good. One for 1,000. Yeah. Pretty good ratio. But I want to love everybody 3,000. <laughs> no, you can only love people two out of 2,000. <laughs> Let's see. Our first iTunes review comes from Shameless Dino. It's a five-star review. And the subject is anime recommendations. Well... Let's see what the recommendations are because that, we haven't watched enough. That we're not going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> we still haven't watched Sea Control. Oh, my God. Don't bring that up. <laughs> we never reviewed King's Game. I'll be forgetting about, I'll be forgetting about it, for, but every so often they'll be like, oh, yeah, we didn't watch Sea Control. I watched all of King's Game. Never talked about it. It's like you don't watch Futurama, but it's like a dog that is still waiting for its owner to come back. We're waiting for Jamie <laughs> to do that review. <laughs> it's like someday when Jamie comes back, we'll, we'll finally review King's Game. Three years later, <laughs> someday. Okay. I think we talked. I think we talked about it a little bit, just not like a full in-depth review. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I think we touched on it, but we were waiting for Jamie to give our full thoughts. Well, we're still gonna be. Yeah, waiting. we're still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> someday, when Jamie visits the United States again, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even remember. I can't even tell you. Uh, I can tell. Text? You, I can tell. Yeah, I can tell you the gist, but I'm like, I don't even really remember the details. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. any of it. That's sick. I like that anime. But anyway, let's get into Shameless Dino's review. Hey guys, back for another review, and I gotta say that I really enjoyed Arrow Beyond, and I hope to see more fan films in the future. Thanks, bro. Uh, as the title suggests, I want to give you some anime recommendations since One Punch Man and Attack on Titan recently ended. Fire Force. Well, guess what we're talking about today. Uh, Fire Force is about people randomly becoming these things called Infernals who mindlessly destroy things and we have a special team of firefighters who have special gear and fire controlling slash creating powers to try and stop them. The animation is amazing and you guys should definitely watch it. Uh, Dr. Stone? Dr. Stone is... This is all the things you want to talk about. Uh, you watch Dr. Stone? I saw the first episode. Okay, so you can at least talk about it. You're new Jamie. <laughs> Dr. Stone is about every human on Earth turning into stone. Wait, what? Yeah. It's the same kind of thing? Where it's like in one, one world, everyone is turning into fire. fire. Yeah, in another, another world, everyone is turning into stone? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, every human on Earth turning into stone, and after thousands of years, someone finally wakes up. He then meets up with his very intelligent friend, who has also awakened around that time. They both vow to rebuild civilization and bring everyone back. Okay, I know this is long, but this is the last one. Dumbbell non kilo moteru. That, I Whoa! Know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, it's a translation. How many kilograms are the dumbbells you lift? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, the, so the translation is basically, do you it's even lift, one, bro? Is it one Punch Man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hibiki is your average high school girl with a voracious appetite. Noticing her clothes tightening in lieu of her slowly expanding waistline, she decides to look into enrolling in a nearby gym. I know that synopsis sounds kind of dumb, but at least watch the first episode because it's hilarious and genuinely gives you tips on working out. This is the longest review I've ever so done. So it's, it's the food wars of exercise. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm like, what? So she just gets mad gains overnight and she's, she works out after that? This is the longest review I've ever done, but please watch the first episode of each show and let us know what you think of it. As always, stay nerdy, my blurdy is. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, Michael watched Dr. Stone and I watched the first two episodes of uh, Fire Force. You watched the new episode, right? Of Fire Force? Fire Force, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So we'll always talk about those and I guess we'll watch... <laughs> little girl with gains <laughs> some other time um next itunes review comes from young jg19 uh appreciation from a teen listener oh we got a younger person here 
Above two to three years, oh, about two to three years ago, I happened upon Jordan's Instagram page before it was deleted. Oh. <laughs> In the arms <laughs> of an angel. <laughs> Dagger through the heart. For real. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. His memes and comic related things were funny, and I could tell that they were made by someone that appreciated them as much as me. After a while, I started listening to the podcast and immediately became entranced. It was the first podcast I ever listened to, and I'm glad it is. Oh, wow. Okay. We uh, popped his... Well, he's a teenager. I shouldn't say this. <laughs> oh, where are you going? <laughs> I'm about to get swatted. Get down! Get down! Oh, shit! <laughs> uh, it was the first podcast I ever listened to. I'm glad it is. You guys talk about my favorite things and introduced me to new ones. The dynamic between you two I and like, oh, you probably shouldn't be listening. We are rated E. For- <laughs> not for everyone. Not for, yeah, not for everyone. <laughs> for explicit. Oh, and we're talking about Jamie. We evoked her name, so here she is. The na- dynamic between you two and Jamie is hilarious. It makes me appreciate the podcast even more. I just wish to say thank you for taking the time out of your lives to provide an hour or so of entertainment. So is this a review from the past? Is he not caught up? <laughs> well, I think he put in per- he put Jamie in parentheses. Oh, well, so I think he's talking like- about the age of Jamie. Which now I was like, I think we've done probably as many episodes with Jamie as we've done without her, right? Like, I think we, I feel like she was like for episodes 30-ish to she started, 60, 70 No, she started episode 28. And what was her last episode? That, I don't know. I think it was like in the 70s or 80s. And now we're at like 130-something. So we almost, I think we've almost done as many episodes with Jamie as we've done without her. It's crazy. I don't know. Light a candle. <laughs> Light a candle for Jamie, you guys. <laughs> Press F for respects. P.S. I started going back and listening to the podcast from the start and would like if you could go back and put timestamps on them. Oh, that's work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that means I have to go back and listen to the episode. listen to the episode. Yeah, and like find where each segment starts. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then criticize and rage out. For the past stuff. Yeah, everything I'm like, oh, I hate. I'll either like, I'll overthink what I was saying in the past or I'll get upset about topics we talked about. <laughs> uh, Jordan, you were, wait, no, I skipped that. I know you're not obligated to do so, but it would be helpful. Uh, Jordan, you were right. You were way more bubbly back then, but I'm thankful that Michael has toughened you up. <laughs> Thanks, Michael, for yeah, making me a badass, yeah, I guess. I, I, that's my job. Tough, isn't that? I'm the diggle. On this podcast, we break fucking sexual or whatever gender sex sex norms because the gay guy. Do, do we though? <laughs> well, the, the gay, the guy who. I'm, like, not, I'm not gay. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> like you wear that as a label, gay, and yet you toughen me up. The, the straight guy. What? There, there's a joke there that I'm not gonna. <laughs> How straight are you? <laughs> That's not what I was gonna say. But what were you gonna say then? <laughs> That's crazy. But did you toughen me up or did you make me cynical? <laughs> no, I think Jamie probably made you cynical. I think it's I think it's also time. I don't think it's even just you or Jamie. I think just over time things disappoint me. Like like a good example of that is CW stuff. Like I just thinking back to when I started talking about the podcast. Hey guys, this episode of The Flash was really good. <laughs> oh I miss that guy. <laughs> talking about I used to be the guy who who proclaimed the Legends of Tomorrow would be the Justice League of TV. Who's that person? Because <laughs> I don't even watch. I don't even know what's going on. In Legends of Tomorrow. Is it still on? It is. Why? It's getting renewed for a season five. And I would. I would. They're gonna announce who the villain is gonna be. 
because they don't have a plot. <laughs> I would backhand my former self. Like I remember arguing with Javon in Asia about like, no, okay, just because I love Wally West and they're doing great things with his character does not mean that I'm too positive about things. Yeah, you are, Jordan. You're way too positive about things. <laughs> if I go back in time and smack you, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Toughened you up. I think life has made me jaded and angry. <laughs> but hopefully this episode won't. Right, Michael? We're talking about all things that make me happy. I mean, wait, are we? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. No, you crawl, Stranger Things. But you didn't even. You, I don't know how you feel about Fire Force. So. We can't talk about crawl though. You didn't. You didn't watch it. No, I can't talk about crawl. But you could talk about crawl. I can give a mini review. I'm not gonna give like a full review for it. I'm wait for you. I want to. I, don't, I especially don't want to spoil it because there's you, things that happen. For you fry. <laughs> exactly. I'm waiting for you fry. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't want to like spoil anything yet because. I actually liked it enough. I think the ending deserves not to be spoiled. Uh, but where do you want to start? You want to start with Stranger Things? That's our probably our biggest topic this week. That's not the theme song. No, it's not. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Let's talk about season three of Stranger Things. You let us in. And now, you are going to have to let us stay. Does it make sense? I closed the gate. What if he never left? We locked him out here with us. He'd want to attach himself to someone again. A new host. It's building something. No matter what happens, we have to stop him. We are going to end you. We are going to end your friends. Then we are going to end everyone. And for those that know our rating system here on Blur Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable thank you catch upon i just i think i just like lost all my energy you did. You just... <laughs> like i feel like all the energy i had going into the podcast is Versus gone like hey guys let's talk about stranger because like i'm, hey, I'm really is, is this a- asmr I'm, I'm really tired like the coffee is the only thing keeping me kind of energetic Ew, boo-hoo, so. i'm so tired Ew. All right, so what did you think about? Because I I kind of gave my general thoughts last week and like my non spoilerly thoughts, but what did, what did you think of this season overall? Um, well, Stranger Things season three. I'm gonna just say overall, I enjoyed it. Like the thing that I really like about this uh, this show and that they really and that I really enjoy that they focus on is the characters. 
Like, this show has great characters. And because there are so many fucking characters, I feel like if you're not endeared to the characters, then the show is more or less a failure. And that's another thing. Like, the show just has way too many. At this point, it's just way too many characters. It's like heroes at this point. Really? These too many characters? I think it's too many characters at this point. Okay. That's interesting. I think the only character I, I didn't really like was was one. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that later. And I... I yeah, I'll get to that later. <laughs> but yeah, but like, because I even think about the one character that that they introduced. Well, no, they, they introduced Robin. They brought Erica back. Then they also brought Alexi. And then they brought the guy, that the, the, the bald guy. The conspiracy theorist The guy. conspiracy theorist guy on top of Dustin, Lucas, Mike. It's like, it's too many characters at this point. I think they did a good job of splitting them up. No, I think they did a good job of splitting them up, but it's still just like, it's too many characters at this point. Have you but, seen the the... I don't want to spoil the ending, but someone put the Avengers theme song over the last moment of the last episode. No, I didn't see that. That's so funny. Because <laughs> there is like an Avengers like, oh, everybody's here moment. <laughs> but yeah, but, but with that said, like I still enjoy, I still enjoy the, this season. Like I talked about this before when we talked about the trailer. Like you could definitely tell that they put a lot of money into this season. Like the production mm. value, the sets, the locations, like all of it was taken up to a to a to a whole nother level. And like even when uh you look at the mall, the Starcourt Mall, oh yeah. Like that mall looked like that mall looked great. Like in terms of like an eighties mall. Like you believed it was an actual mall. And I think that oh, was yeah. just a set that they built. For oh the really? Show. It wasn't yeah. a real mall? No, I don't think so. Oh wow. Then yeah, it definitely did. So kudos to the production design and the money. And you cause you know like <laughs> more times than not like, they don't, like, spend it putting money in these Netflix shows. That's why they canceled fucking Sense8, because they call, said it cost too much money. That's so weird. I thought it cost, like, a million-something dollars per episode for Netflix shows, though. They are putting money in them. They're putting money in them, but not a whole lot. Oh, okay. okay. Comparatively, again, that's why, I, like I said, that's why they canceled Sense8, because yeah. it cost too much money. I'm not even sure why that, movie, uh, that show cost so much money. <laughs> because of all the location, like they actually shot in like San Francisco or Germany oh, or Iceland. They really went to they India? Went, yeah, they really, really, what am I, almost they, really, <laughs> <laughs> they really did go to India when they like did those shots. So like, oh, you didn't even have to do all that, bro. <laughs> or like Zurich or Australia. Like, oh, okay, so it's like, right. that's why it cost so much money. And then they had to bring the cast there. Oh, and they wow. bring them back to New York and do the shots there or do the shots in Africa and all the stuff. So Dude, I blame the Wachowskis there. <laughs> You just went on vacation. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so I appreciated a lot of the stuff that the Duffer Brothers did in this show. You could tell that it's a love letter to like the 80s and Stephen King and all the other stuff. Yeah. Body Snatchers. Uh, yeah, Vagent of the John Body Carpenter's Snatchers. John Carpenter's a thing. Terminator. It, termi- yeah, definitely Terminator. Yeah. It. Yeah. And uh, like, thing I also appreciated is what they did with like Billy's character because one of the things I was kind of wondering when uh, they when they were going into this season, I was like, well, he's obviously not part of the group, but he's still going to be in this season. So how are they going to bring him into the fold? Which you kind of got in the trailers. In the trailers, yeah. but I like that. He's a good. He's a good. Uh, he's a good villain. He's a good villain. We were, you were showing. And I showed. The, uh... Yeah, I was. I was gonna say I showed you his uh, audition. If you guys haven't seen uh, Dacre Montgomery's audition for Stranger Things, look that up. They released it. It's on YouTube. You definitely could see why he mm-hmm. got the role. Like he was great. And he's a f- way better villain. I think he is like a good guy. Like he's he's the the level of charisma he has in Stranger Things as a villain far outweighs how he acted as Jason in Power Rangers. Yeah, and a part of me, I was like, I feel like if I was in this world, 
I would be like the moms <laughs> sitting at poolside waiting wow. for him. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what moms? Oh, the moms want to fuck him? <laughs> sitting, at, sitting at poolside waiting for him to start his shit. Ooh. Hey, hey, Billy. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right there with him. Hey, Ladies. Billy. <laughs> All these MILFs. <laughs> but yeah, but overall, like a lot of stuff that I want to say about it, I can't say. What, I mean, I'm is this a non-spoiler review? We already. Kinda- I mean, start non-spoilers and then we'll get into spoilers. But yeah, Let's most of your rating after. But yeah, most of the stuff that I kind of want to say, yeah, I, I can't really say without uh, getting into spoilers. But overall, yeah, I did enjoy this. Did you like season. it more than season two? I like this. I was just about to say I like this season more than I like season two. But I, if I had to rate each season, I would say one, three, two. And that's not to say I dislike season two. I did like. I enjoyed season two, but yeah. I like this season better. Would you say, because I, I agree with you, and that's my same ranking, but my reasoning for maybe making one make, uh, season one the top of those three is purely because of the storytelling. But I think season three is more entertaining of a season than season one. Do you agree with that? Yes. I think I think season three is more entertaining, but okay. for me, right, the reason on. season one is at the top is because it's season one. Like, it's the first time you saw anything. Yeah, it's the, it's the storytelling. It's it's the unveiling of all these mysteries that we didn't know anything about. Like, yeah, where's it? Like, you, ne- you, nev- you never seen this. You've you never seen this world before. Yeah. So it's like, you're, I think, more invested in that sense because it's, it's something new. It's like the shiny new tool. It's like, ooh, what is this? Yeah. As opposed to like now, it's like, you know what to expect more or less. Yeah in this season but it's still like what's the demigorgon what's the upside down like you know where will go is he still alive like we had all these questions that we had and then you were being introduced to all these characters but now it's like you kind of know more or less where the show is going to go and i gotta say this before i even get to spoilers there's a moment at the end of this season that ended up getting spoiled for me on facebook oh that's right i forgot you told me this I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do it, but I'm, just, I'm sorry yeah. you had to get spoiled for like so something fuck huge. fuck that person. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, and so when it happened, I was like, I wish I was surprised. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I already knew it was going to happen. And then it's not like they posted an article. Yeah. It was like, no, they literally like said it in their status. And it was like, and the show only had, the show only came out like three days. It was only out for like three days. And I'm just like, Come on now, really? Like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And then, <laughs> what are you doing with your and life? Then, and then she had the nerve to get an attitude that people were complaining on her stat. Like, why would you do that? She was, she was like, I find it funny that people that never comment on my status now all of a sudden got a whole lot to say. Oh my god! Like, oh, fuck, of course, bitch, because you fucking spoiled the fucking show. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I find it funny. Um, but yeah, unrelated um, question though. How did you? Because you said like you don't. You felt like there was too many characters. How did you feel about what they did? Because one of the complaints I've seen is what they did with the adult characters. People will say that they, they felt like Hopper and I forgot the mom's name. Joyce. Joyce. Like they felt like they didn't have a, a solid plan with what to do with those characters. Did you like their storyline no, this season? I, no, I mean, ultimately. Like, do you like how Hopper was portrayed this season? Ultimately, I did like the, the, fact, the fact that each of the groups had their own separate storylines. But yeah, at the end of the day, Hopper, Hopper and Joyce basically were doing the same thing. Dustin and Steve and Robin were doing, they were just chasing the Russians, but they were just doing it for different angles. Yeah. I like that. I like the infinity war. Like that's what I'm saying. I didn't, so I didn't necessarily have the same destination. I didn't have a problem with that. They was just, they would, I mean, ultimately they were still doing the same thing though. But part of me was still just like, also considering the fact that the last two seasons will, was more or less a victim of the upside down. Yeah. And Joyce realized that they're back 
and she was she wasn't really concerned about Will for the most part at that's all. A, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, it's happening again. Where's Will? Eh, whatever. <laughs> He's fine. Wasn't he possessed last summer? Huh? <laughs> and wasn't he what? missing the summer before that? Yeah, like, hmm. That's a good point. It wasn't until like the end they were like, where's the kids? Yeah. It was just like. That was my first thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are those kids that are always at the epicenter of like, these I things? Get, <laughs> I get maybe the other parents not being as uh worried of where the kids are because they don't know anything about the upside down and, and, and the mind flare and the demogorgons and all the other stuff it's just like well i guess they're at lucas's house or will maybe whatever they're fine but like joyce knows so it's yeah. like you should probably be i'd be the first I, go I know to. there's no cell phones in this world but you should probably find the nearest payphone and figure out where the kids are and honestly i miss this that era of like the 80s before cell phones because it does so much for horror like having a cell phone fixes so many problems it does. in a horror movie. It does. Like if they just had a cell phone at any point in this series or this season, so many problems would have been solved instantly. Yeah. But not having a cell phone keeps that tension high because it's like, oh shit, I can't communicate with anybody now. Agreed. I like that. And not even cell phones ruin horror. <laughs> yeah, not, and not even just in the aspect of like you got the internet, like you could communicate with anybody. Like, yeah, I'm in the woods. Help me. Like, <laughs> I'm in a Russian base. Send help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, all right. But overall, you like this season more. Oh, yeah, two. overall, I did like this season. I would. I would. I don't know if I want to give it a high. It? I don't know if it. I would give it a high more than passable. Or I know this doesn't exist, but I'm still saying what? a low perfect vision. <laughs> a low perfect vision. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> You're making a mockery of our rating system. I started the modifiers, <laughs> which is already a mockery of the rating system. <laughs> I think I gave it a perfect vision, right? Which is like an A minus. Because it's not like. Then just give it the high more than passable. But then I feel like that's a B plus. Why? <laughs> In my mind, that's more like it could be. I, what, what did I say? I last feel like week? a high more than passable is a B plus. No, fuck you. Because <laughs> I gave. spot. I mean, maybe. No, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going to give you this. You already but, did. But. Uh, so you would give it a high more than passable? Or a low perfect. Fuck you. I pick give it, one. I want to give it an A minus. Okay, <laughs> Whatever wanna, that is. I want to know what your reason is. Whatever that is in blurred vision terms. Because I, I, I just it, said there are well, things I can't talk. Well, no, no. I'll let's have the spoilers. So, oh, so yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, jump yeah. into the spoilers now. Um, I gave it a perfect vision. Because for me, especially, this is, you know me. You know my fierce body invasion. This whole season was body invasion from start to finish. The Demi Gorgon. Yeah, interdimensional monster with a bunch of teeth. That's scary. Whatever. Big, long, lucky arms. Eh, whatever. But take, with take, something. Take those teeth out. It's probably suck some good dick. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> wow. Just get that image out of my head. <laughs> I don't beyond, want that. Beyond that killer riff. Come on. Get, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gross. It's like that uh, cartoon with the spider. <laughs> but there's so much like body corruption and destruction of the human body in this season to the point where it's like straight ah uh, John Carpenter's the thing. Like I'm not we're not exaggerating when we say there's a comparison to that. If you haven't seen the season yet, which you shouldn't be listening to this if you have. have I've never seen the thing, so it's like you, you never know, seen the thing. No, bro, it's like a classic horror movie. Not even the new one. No, there's a there's a re, a remake too. That's actually kind of a prequel. I mean, I know Ben Grimm, the thing. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch the thing. It's it's a really good horror movie. But yeah, it's a lot of the same thing where it's like human bodies being transformed into monstrous like abomination forms like the moment where there's a moment where it's like infecting people by like shoving its tentacles down people's throats and like putting goo in them or something they don't even show what it's doing but like it it corrupts your body from within and kind of like mind controls you 
and then the hospital scene where there's two guys chasing after uh, fuck what's her names the girl and the boy uh, uh, Nancy Will's, and Jonathan Nancy and Jonathan yeah Will's brother their bodies like decompose and combine to create like a giant goo monster thing with the mind flare yeah yeah with the mind flare and then even the mind flare it, by taking a human form it uses the, the meat and viscera of just human and, and, and animal bodies together to create its form. Like, it's terrifying looking. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the CGI was great for this. Yeah. I think it looked better than even, like, we look at the past seasons, the CGI for the Demogorgons. Oh, for sure. Even the, the Demi, when they show it to the Demogorgon in the season, because they do show it at the, at the very end, yeah, it, it looks doesn't, better. It looks better, but I still think, don't think it, look as, it looks as good as the Mind Flare. No. I think it's also just because of like the the textures they use for because it's like meat. It's just straight up like viscous meat that congeals to make something. Ugh, I'm getting itchy thinking about it. <laughs> like Lady Gaga's meat meat dress. <laughs> Way worse than that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how how did you? What were the things that you didn't like in this season that take it from down from a perfect vision? Only because, and that's not. I still enjoyed Lucas's sister. <laughs> that's my one complaint. <laughs> I'm gonna get to that. I still enjoyed the season overall, and it's mostly based on the strength of the characters, but I feel like at the same time, they're dipping their toe in the same shit over and over and over again. Like season one, the gate opens, Eleven has to close the gate. Season two, the gate opens, Eleven has to close the gate. Season three, gate opens, Eleven has to close the gate. It's like, how many times? Eleven didn't close the gate. Huh? Hopper and Joyce. Whatever. <laughs> a, gate, a gate had to be closed. Eleven helped. But well, that's what we established as where the monsters come from in this universe. But still, it's like, how many times are you going to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over? And four. again, season, <laughs> I was going to say season season One four. Season four, we saw a Demogorgon. That means there's a gate open somewhere, so yep. that means they got to close the gate. It's yep. like, okay. But I that's feel why, like that's why, and and I don't know that's and, and people hated it, which is why they didn't really go back to it. They didn't touch it at all this season. The whole I enjoyed the stuff where they touched on uh, number eight, Kaylee. Oh, I hated that because I feel like it opened the world up and it made like you have a whole umbrella academy basically of other of other super powered people out there. But to what end? Unless they all team up to fight demigorgons, like that'd be cool. But then you get rid of all your other characters. What? Once you get multiple elevens on the team, you don't need anybody else. <laughs> Lee, Dustin, Will, Mike, everybody needs to go because there's no point. <laughs> but nah, you don't even have to. They're already useless. Like eleven is literally holding the whole team down. <laughs> yeah, but you don't even have to have, like introduce them, introduce them to like to the point that they take over the whole show. Like introduce them enough, kind of like what they did in the uh, in the beginning of season two, where you like you tease her. But then you go back to them later. So, like, you tease that they're out there and maybe they're fighting their own battle or whatever the hell. And then, like, by the end of the season, they come in hell. I don't know. All I know is... It's so weird to me that your complaint was you, there was too many characters. Yeah, I know. I know. Characters. But at the same time... <laughs> but it's not even that I want more characters. It's that I just want something different than what they keep... And it's not to say... It's so to me. And it's not to say I dislike this season. I'm just feeling like... Yeah, yeah. I, no, I get it's what you're saying. Low, it's just becoming redundant. Yeah. I, I totally get what you're coming from. It, it is the same basic premise. But I feel like maybe I wasn't like bothered by that because how they played out the season felt so different to me than 2 and one And I think it's because of the body snatchers like aspect. You don't know who to trust. I think it's because of the, the mind flayer for the first time trying to take physical form in that world 
as opposed to just being, you know, in the upside down or whatever, or just possessing will. Now it's like actually got a living form in our world. Like stuff like that, I think kept me intrigued. I, I tend to like, um, like Cthulhu-esque, like uh, horror movies or horror, horror stories. You know what I mean by that? Like, like giant unknowable monsters, like the mist. You, you saw the mist, right? No. You see the mist either? No. We, we, we talked about this already. Bro, see the mist. <laughs> I'm writing these down. I'm writing down <laughs> the thing and the mist. You need to watch both these movies. But not the the TV show version. No, not the TV show version. <laughs> the, the movie. Let's see the thing and the mist. A lot of thes. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen the blob. That's fun because I haven't seen the blob. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um. But yes, yeah, so I wasn't bothered by that. I thought uh, what everything that happened in this season felt different from what was happening in the first two seasons. I don't know if bothered is a strong enough word because I still gave it like I still gave it an A. But I guess I've, I obviously I was bothered enough with yeah that it hurt your rating yeah that it hurt the rating. But still, what were, were there other reasons? Um, movies and sister. <laughs> <laughs> He's not keep pushing it. Yeah. I mean, was, was let's, let's talk about Erica. Yeah, because you, you keep pushing. Can't say Amer- you can't save America. You can't without save America. America without Erica. I like that line. <laughs> I like that line too. That's like one of my. I like that line more than everything else she says. <laughs> but yes, ultimately, I would say Erica. On a standalone, she ended up being my least favorite character. But at the same time, by the end, I liked her more than I liked her when she started. I agree with that. Only because, like, like you said last week, I am tired of the trope of, okay, we're going to introduce a black girl and she's going to be the sassy black girl. Because that's essentially all she was. Well, not, I'm, I'm not even going to say all because they eventually, and this is what I was going to say. Like, the nerdy thing? They had, yeah, they had her evolve to that the point one, that, that one scene with yeah, Dustin? Yeah, she's, she's a nerd and she's a math whiz and she really likes My Little Pony. And so the moment that Dustin was kind of taking her down for a pair, it's like, no, oh, actually, you're kind of a nerd too. It's like, that made me like her more. But that wasn't really but her. Same, but that was, was gonna, Dustin. Yeah, but that was, their, that was like their whole interaction. And yeah. then she was, she ended up being important to the storyline so that made oh, she me, was very important to the storyline i'm not yeah. taking that away from her so that made me like her more but at the end of the day yeah she was still the sassy black girl mm. and to the point that the only one other black the only one other black female character that they had in the show that had lines there is one <laughs> that, i'm like wait who that had lines was the was the hospital receptionist and oh. she was literally she was literally the same thing yeah she was also like the, I, I don't got time for this yeah whatever. the sassy black hospital receptionist and it's yeah. just like I forgot about her yeah I'm, you're right I'm this this again the, you take this you take Erica you you age her up she's literally the hospital receptionist it's like <laughs> oh season four theories confirmed yeah so it's like <laughs> from what, the future <laughs> yeah so it's like what are you doing like but see my issue is what you kind of just said where you said she's only sassy like and and what you're saying with her having other aspects to her personality like the nerdy thing if they had given her other emotions to have like i'm fine with her even being sassy in moments but every line from her was sassy there was never a moment where she didn't have a sassy remark like every single response was sassy i'm like you gotta have other like temperaments than that you know what i mean like you could have and there's nothing against the actor like i think she was good no, for I what they would get for, for what they gave her yeah yeah she was good but like they only had her keep playing that one note over and over and over again and yeah, you talked. They, they talked to her about being a nerd and like, oh, the, I also like that moment. But 
I wish they would show more sides to her personality than just her being sassy and, and quick with like her tongue. I, I feel like, like they could have done more for that character. That's, that was my whole problem. Just to one note. I'm like, yeah, the trope is the issue, but I think more so what irked me was just the fact that they just, that's all they had for her. Just more sassy, more sassy, more sassy. <laughs> and it makes it hard to like because I, I want to like her, but it's like when she's just abrasive, I'm like, it's hard for me to be endeared to you. And I feel like you could... On paper, the things she was adorable. She was a a like a sassy black girl, but at the same time, she was a nerd. At the same time, all she really wanted was ice cream. At the same time, she's like a super genius. Like on paper, that sounds like a cool character. But then, when all you do is play that sassy angle over and over again, it gets tedious. Maybe that, is that the right word? Tedious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel too. I'm just. I was just curious if you felt the same way. I'm like, is this is the little effect? I just not like little black girls or something. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's, and yeah, you're absolutely right. The fact that there's only two black women, I didn't even think about the receptionist, and she was exactly the same temperament. Why? Like, why? Whose decision is that? Like, I don't. The Duffer Brothers. <laughs> they're just like, this is their show. Black women can only be sassies, right? Right? Am I right? <laughs> and it's like, you, when you think about the opposite, and when you think about Lucas, it's like he's different than the trope of the black. Yeah. So it's like, why not do that? And you think about all these other tropes. Like, you think about what they did with Steve and Robin. I was about to say Steve. Like, you, he was super unlikable season one, but they made that... He became my favorite character this season. Like, he's been on the upswings of season one, but this season nailed it. Like, I, he's definitely my favorite character. But I'm just talking about, like, the Steve and Robin. Like, you think about the, the trope where it's like, you know, you know, by the end they're going to get together, and the fact that they made it different, it's like... Oh, okay. Why are you doing that with all these other characters, but then when it comes to Erica, like, she's just... Yeah, you're not... Granted, you gave her the quirk of being a nerd, which is different than the, you know, usually when you got the sassy black girl, they don't really give them anything but being the sassy black girl. Yeah. But she still, like you said, was still the one note. Yeah. Like you didn't, she, there's, there was no moment where she had, like you got into her psyche, like a Superman, explain yourself. <laughs> the reason I'm like this is because, I don't know, maybe she was bullied when she was younger and I, I don't want that to happen again. Or for being a nerd. she saw her brother get bullied yeah, for being she, a nerd and she's like, well, I'm not, that's not going to be me. That's why she's so anti-nerd. She saw it happen to her brother and bro. she's like, yeah, that's not going to be me. So I'm not, that's no, no, I'm not that. <laughs> Even though she is that. You just but kinda, you're, fight, you're fighting to not be what you already are. You just made me like the character more than the entire season did. But I'm, again, that's yeah. me creating, <laughs> that's me creating a backstory where yeah, it's like, well, why are you that way? Yeah. And then if she had that moment with Dustin, like she she actually responds because he kind of just tells her she's a nerd. She's like, huh, maybe I am. But she doesn't like, they don't go into it at all. But and not even. Like she was like, she responded he was like you're that? a nerd. And she's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. So, but if she responded with like, like, well, yeah, I, I put all that stuff away because I don't want to be made fun of like you guys or whatever. Like, and softened her by the end, that would have been a great arc. And I'd be like, okay, now by the end, I really like her. But by the end, I was kind of tolerating her. Like, eh. I guess you made it this far, and I guess you 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 are important because you you helped us with like your math skills. But I don't want you to come back for season four. <laughs> like, well, she is. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, they brought her to season three because people liked her in season two. I don't even remember her in the past seasons. Was again, she like one scene kind of thing? It was a couple. It was a couple scenes, and it was this, it was again the same thing. The sassy little black the sassy, girl. The sassy yeah. moments. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> I've got old bones. Don't judge me. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, wait, how did you feel about, um, what? I don't know. I'm just laughing. Oh. 
How did you feel about uh, Billy this season? Because we were just talking about Billy and his acting uh, in that uh, audition. How did you feel about him in the season? Because yeah. I really like what they did with his character. Yeah, I'll mention, like I said, I, I, I enjoy uh, where they took Billy. I, I enjoy Dacre Montgomery as an actor. I mentioned that I was, if, I was, if I was in this world, I'd be at the poolside with them. The only, the only thing about... How do you feel about the weird unspoken Wait, Freudian? wait, wait. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> the, only, the only thing about the, the, the character of Billy and the storyline... I ultimately feel like the 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 story that they introduced between him and his mother and uh Will's mother, I mean Mike's mother. Yes. Who I, I at first I didn't even realize that was Mike's mom. I was like, oh that's Mike's mom? He was gonna fuck your mom, bro. <laughs> I feel like that went nowhere. So it's like and because they spent so much time on it. It was only one episode. But it was still a lot of time. Like it was a, like a whole scene where they like talked and they were courting and then it was like Well he got really he was a close talker. He got really close up on her, like, "Hey, you want to go back to me at, me at my cabin or whatever?" Later? Yeah. Like, so because <laughs> it's like because they spent so much time on that, and then like her getting ready, and then her deciding not to or whatever. You well, you thought she went whatever, but then you found out she didn't. But even still, they spent so much time on that for it to ultimately not go anywhere and never come back. Like it's not like it came back on her end. Like yeah, it never came never back a, on her end. Well, maybe you're supposed to think that. Yeah, there, granted, the there carnival, was a moment. There was a moment where she says. Um, I didn't show up. That's when you it got revealed that I didn't show up, and that's when he like like knocks her out or whatever. No, no, no. There, wait. No, she he didn't knock her out. He knocked the other girl out. No, oh, I don't. Yeah, know. he knocked somebody out. But um, no, it was that. Uh, wasn't there a moment where she was at the carnival like toward the end of the the season? Yeah, you see her at the carnival with, with her, her family. With her family. Yeah. So maybe that was supposed to be like the cap on that story, like. That that's like an unspoken like she didn't tell the audience, but you're supposed to just assume that's her choosing to be with her family again. I know she she verbalized it to Billy, but I mean like, I guess maybe you don't you don't need like to be verbalized. You can just she loves her family, despite wanting to fuck a young guy. <laughs> he was still, I felt like, and then also the top uh, the fact that Billy died at the end. Like, even for his character, like, See, it didn't... that's my complaint. That they didn't do enough with... Like, I like the glimpses into his past and the glimpses in his mind through Eleven's, like, you know, astral walking or whatever to see his relationship with his mother. But I feel like you needed more time with him experiencing those feelings. I feel like we just got told that, like, to make his death... Yeah, because Eleven experienced it, not him. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I, w- I would like to have seen him struggle with that a little bit. But maybe the point is that it was something that he kept, you know, hidden with himself just to explain why he's an asshole. But it's just, it's just weird to me that it's like, so your mom abandoned you. That's why you want to fuck moms. Like very Freudian, very odd. I mean, <laughs> more times than not, usually a lot of times when people have like sexual fetishes or something like that. Yeah, they, they stems, spring from childhood. from childhood. Yeah, but still weird. <laughs> yeah. But, but effective like i thought his death was effective too i just thought it was stupid and we kind of talked about that before the podcast that the power it's of the love power of love <laughs> it's like no your mom loved you and here's details you probably wouldn't even remember just offhand like would you remember 20 years ago like what what color your mom's hat yeah. was and the sandals and <laughs> i'm like damn you got a crisp memory bro <laughs> no but i have to say i guess he remembers that's how she was able to see it yeah which is, i'm just saying like that's a crisp ass memory bro <laughs> yeah but then it completely takes away whatever mojo the mind flayer has on him even though he was like the first one that was taken over. I mean, 
Joss Whedon said it first when when Xander got Willow out of becoming Dark Willow it was the power of love. Just like, saying, I love you. But wasn't he guzzling like she was, she was about shit? To, she was about to destroy the world, and all he all she needed to hear was Xander say, "I love you," and that broke her out of this, that broke her out of being Dark Willow. But is so, it? But he was like all the other Mind Flayer zombies. Isn't he more like t- like chemicals and goo on the inside than a person? Because like apparently not. But it seemed like with everybody because else, once the it got out, once it got out of him. He became like normal Billy again. Yeah. Well, actually, not even. He still has super strength because he held. He was that, holding yeah, the he fucking had that tentacle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro. <laughs> so he still had to have some type of the he 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 had to have the mind flare in him somehow still. But if he did the mind flare, everyone else he did, they just melted down like just instantly. Like, oh, I'm gonna use you to become part of my body and just instantly melt them. But with him, well, they didn't matter. They're they're not name actors. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, the mind flare had to stab him in yeah, death. I'm really like, what? wait, what? <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. They're not named actors. You know what freaked me the fuck out this season? When Eleven got bit by the Mind Flayer. And she had that like... And her leg? The, the part of it in her leg. Did you think that she was going to end up being the, the end boss of the season? I thought so, yeah. Okay, I, I did like, too. I'm going to take her over. Oh shit, what yeah, are they going to do? I was freaking out. I'm like, you're fucked. <laughs> if Eleven with powers is evil... You can't do nothing. Yeah, you can't do nothing. <laughs> Captain maybe, America better show maybe, up. Maybe Kaylee's gonna come back. <laughs> Doctor Strange is fucking. But yeah. her power, like her power, she's gotten stronger. But Kinda. I didn't. I didn't like the scene where they're like, "Oh, the mind flare knows where we are. It's coming." And then they go outside, and the thing is so big at that point that it's like bursting down trees. And like Godzilla size, like crawling toward the house. And rather than just jump in the car, they're all like. Let's go back in the house and board it up. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's bigger than the house. And then what happens? It literally is so big, it can rip off, it the, roof off the, the roof house. of the house. Yeah. I'm like, what made you think you were safe in there? I mean, granted, they put money into the season, but they don't have enough money for a car chase. But they didn't do car chase. One, they only have enough for one. <laughs> Just one car chase. Yeah. And then the end of that scene is they get in the car and drive away. So I was like... Why wasn't that your first move? You got to showcase her powers, her holding back two tentacles at the same time. Yeah, it was a very cool trailer scene. <laughs> I did like that scene. But then what happens when it's the third tentacle? She gets bit instantly. <laughs> but that's also another thing where it's like, Eleven is so powerful that even something as big as the Mind Flayer, granted, it, it, I felt like her powers were inconsistent. Just because in the end of the last season, it looked like she was like Dark Phoenix strong, where she was like levitating off the ground and like, Pushing back the actual like formless entity of the mind flare back into the the, the portal and closing it. But uh-huh. in this season, she she had a, she couldn't keep down Billy, who was like super strong for the mind flare. I'm like, how strong is Billy? <laughs> but even I guess part of it is because it caught her, was a great it caught her off guard. But even then, it was like like she was like throwing Billy out. Like she threw him through. Uh, the gym. She was like, wall. yeah. It's like, yo. She was like ripping tentacles off the mind flare. It's like, she, really, if you think about it, nothing's really a threat to her. No. And that's why you shouldn't have a team of her. <laughs> you know what? A team of X people. Yeah, but it's different type of, it's different powers though. Like the, like the girl that can create illusions. What is that really going to do against the mind flare? It's that's like, oh, they're not here? Oh, I smell them. There they are. <laughs> I think the big problem with that season was just, or that episode was just like, sh- she herself wasn't that interesting. Like as a character, I didn't really like her. I think part of it is probably it, it oh, came out. Ate? It came out of nowhere. I think that's maybe why people didn't like it. I think it was the characters. They just weren't interesting. Not more interesting than the, our current cast of like Dustin, Lucas, Mike, Will. 
Like her whole squad of like 80s kids. None of them were interesting to me. Yeah, I like I liked them. Oh, all right, well. I'm not saying I love them, but I, I like them. Yeah. <laughs> so what else didn't you like in the season other than, I guess, the sassiness of, of Erica and the fact that the, the trend repeats with the portal opening and being closed? Yeah, that's pretty much it. The, the, the portal. And that came from Perry Vision? Uh, <laughs> Erica. And then uh, what I mentioned before about the, 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 uh, the story of uh, what's his face, Billy, not really going anywhere. So let's talk about the ultimate spoiler then. How do you feel about Hopper dying? He's not dead. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my complaint. It's like, why, why do that? And I, I hope they're, they're, they're pulling like a, uh, a, double, a double trick. Where it's like, you think at the end of this, it's like, oh, leave the American. And you think he's in that Russian prison or whatever. So maybe he fell through the portal or something and ended up in Russia somehow. Rather than that, I hope it's like a, a double swerve. Where the American isn't Hopper. Hopper's really dead. But who else, who else would it be? I don't care. And then why make it such a poignant moment to be like, no, leave the American. It's like, it's, it's Hopper. But then and why then on top of that, kill him? And then on top of that, what do I say on like every episode? Nobody. If you don't see a body, yeah. they are still alive. We, did not see, we didn't see him get vaporized. But why? Then why go through all the big like emotional beat of like, oh, he's dead and gone. And then immediately take it back. Because TV. And they did, it, they did it with Eleven in season one. Where you go, oh, is she dead? No, she's not dead. She's back in season two. Yeah, but I feel like in season one, it was even more like on a, a vague note. Like, you didn't really know because they didn't show her, right? All they I mean, I was, guess technically they showed him put an ego out. really know now in this because, like you said, it might, it might be a double fake out. Well, but in season one, you don't know if they're going to continue the series. It could have – Stranger Things could have realistically ended season one, but they continued it. But now we know for sure. I can even give you a date. From all like the, the – how they were talking to each other at the end, it seems like it's going to be Christmas. Like Christmas 2020 probably. They were talking about like, yeah, we'll get back and we'll hang out for Christmas because they all left by the end of the, yeah, uh, the maybe season. Maybe Christmas 2021. Damn, that's too far. <laughs> they usually take two years mm. between each season. They're gonna be like gr- last season was 2017. They're going to be grown if they wait into 2021. I mean, they got to do the special effects and all that other stuff. Like, Mike already... That takes, that takes time. Mike already looks like, but yeah, like they a, are, the pre-evolution they're, they're, of Kylo Ren. They're, they're grown. Like, he's all lanky and like his face is all long. I'm like, what, what happened, Mike? <laughs> you grown as hell now. But yeah, well, I mean, when you go, once you hit puberty, like you hit the growth spurt. I don't like it. It makes you feel old. <laughs> like, but even I, when they were taught, like when Will was like, yeah, I'm go to, let's go to the movies. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys got old like real quick. It made me so emotional when, uh, what's his name died? Or quote unquote died, Hopper. Just because like I was really rooting for him and Joyce to get together. Like I really liked them as like a, a couple. That's the way you got to keep them apart. Oh, you know what? The, actually, Hopper wasn't even the death that hurt me the most. It was Alexi. Alexi, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, I really like this character. No! And that's the thing, the thing about Stranger Things that they're good at, like taking a character that you think is either a know-nothing character or an asshole like Steve and then making you endeared to them. Yeah. Because, yeah, Alexi, I thought it was, he's just a one-off character. I thought it was like going to be nothing... He's just a, basically a plot device. And then the fact that you saw, like, he kind of had a dream to be wanted to become an American and, and all this other stuff and go to the fair. And he then just the fact, wanted a cherry slushie, man. Yeah, he man. just wanted a cherry slushie. <laughs> and then he got killed. And by, by the Terminator. By Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, the I, I thought that was cute. I liked the, the Terminator, like, homage. Yeah, because he was definitely... Def, like, the, the bike, the, the black that, outfit. The hair. The hair. Like there were moments where he would do like the fact that, that he was literally hunting Joyce and Hopper. Yeah, <laughs> just 
Foden, he talked like this. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yeah, you're the Terminator, bro. You're definitely the Terminator. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about for this season? I'm trying to think. Now it's all vague. I watched it all literally July 4th weekend. Uh, no, I can't think. Of, I can't think of it. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> we gotta talk about never-ending story. story. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that scene so much because with the music behind it, it's like kind of cute. It's just kind of cringy a little bit. But when you think about it in universe, there's no music. They're yeah, just singing no, yeah, no acapella. Yeah, <laughs> Never reading story. It's like, oh, God. And funny enough, like, I've seen that movie, but it's been so long. Like, the only thing I really remember is Falcor. And you remember the big rock giant? These hands. No. These big and hands. I, and, a, and a Treyu. That's really all I remember. What about the wolf? The, the nothing wolf or whatever at the end. All I remember is Falcor. <laughs> Oh man, that was the most traumatic part of that whole movie. And the Treyu, and then the what, the the Empress, the ever loving Eternal Empress or whatever. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And I, I don't remember the main kids. You, you definitely remember the wolf I'm talking about. I don't remember the main kid's name. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> but the thing, the thing about it, like, uh, that one, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because. We kind of complained about something similar happening with Aladdin. When you think about the Jasmine song, like it came out of nowhere. You felt like the movie completely stopped when that moment happened. What, this, you, what is this? Ah, this is the wolf. Hold on, I'm trying to brighten up a little bit. You remember that thing's face? That shit was traumatizing as a kid. Like the animatronics is like his snarl when he would talk like every creature. Like, it looks. <laughs> looking at it for today, so I'm like, this shit looks fake as hell. But no, I don't. I don't remember this. What? Wow. I guess only I was traumatized by this. <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? Because we complained about this with Aladdin, where it felt like in that same same and it's like literally the same exact thing, where the movie or the show just basically stopped mm. for a musical number, and it's like. But I appreciated it and enjoyed it in Stranger Things as opposed to Aladdin because I feel like with Stranger Things, it's like they didn't take that moment seriously. They have fun. And that was the whole point of like that moment. Like, and it was a good tension relief too. Yeah. That was, a very, that was probably like the right before like the biggest thing in the season happens. It's like, oh, we got, we're down to the wire. We need this right now. Nope. Guys, he never any story first. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, but with Aladdin, it's like, I feel like it was something that they they took that moment seriously. That was about Jasmine taking her power back. And it's like, it didn't make sense for what was happening before. And then on top of that, it didn't make sense for what happened after. So it's like, even though it was the same exact thing, the execution of it was differently. I feel like that's why I had to bring it up because we complained about that mm. before. I think it's this difference because one's a musical and one's not. You know what I mean? But even still, it's like I still enjoyed the non-musical version. My big issue with the Speechless song was the fact that it's about being heard, but every time she would sing it, no one heard her. What was that? Like, just like from what the, she, the point of the song yeah, is. Because in the world, she was basically singing it in like her mind. Yes, but the, the point of the song is I won't be speechless. But you are. <laughs> but now my biggest problem with that was it wasn't the, that. It was the fact that it came out of like 
she was being taken by the guards and all of a sudden pause they, yeah <laughs> and all of a sudden they did a Thanos Infinity War snap and they like vanished <laughs> and then she started singing I'm taking back and I'm like it became a full music video and I was just like what the what the fuck just happened Britney Spears backup dancers yeah <laughs> I love that, that whole thing with Dustin not knowing if his girlfriend was real or not to the very end was cute too I had a fair, I like I knew she was gonna end up I was like yeah she's probably gonna show up in the end yeah just because you got paid off somehow yeah I don't think Dustin's a liar. He wouldn't. He wouldn't lie on his dick or whatever they say. <laughs> you don't lie on your dick, Michael. Only truth. <laughs> Only truth. But poor Steve. Oh my God. Not even poor Steve. I was gonna say poor Will too. <laughs> they all. They're all moving on. Well, I saw the the article about Will possibly being gay. Well, that's a lot of people are saying that only because of that scene in uh season three, season three, episode three, season three. Uh, where uh, Mike was saying to uh, Will, "Bros before hoes, he, man." <laughs> he, was, he was like, "He was like, it's not my fault you don't like girls." Oh, see, I take that more as just you know he's hasn't hit puberty yet, even though he clearly. No, has. I was gonna say that they all hit puberty. Yeah, and so then you, on you top, think of, you think that's what it meant? That's what the uh, that's and then on top of that, they kind of say they kind of tease tease it in season one where they're just like, "Oh yeah, they bully him for and they call him a fag and stuff like that." Is it fag in Stranger Things? I think so. I don't remember. I think I remember them saying that in season oh, one. Wow. Or if not fag, they say they bully him because they think he's gay. Mm. Or they always say, yeah, he's different than the other boys. And all he really has is Mike hmm. and Lucas. Oh, maybe. I mean, that'd be interesting, a, a different angle to take. I didn't I didn't think that when he said that, though. But I just felt bad for Steve because I thought he was so cute with Robin. But, I mean, the actor came out and was Wait, like, well, it's up so- to the audience interpretation if you want, if Will's gay or not. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel, I feel so bad for Steve. <laughs> Why can't Steve be happy? I feel bad. I feel bad for Steve, too. But at the same time, I'm like... He's a cool well, friend. <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, well, as a gay guy, now you know what it feels like. <laughs> to be friend-zoned. <laughs> <laughs> to end up falling for somebody and then not, they don't have your sexual orientation. I think it, the... Or, I mean, any, or even that. Like, anybody can relate to that. Like, liking somebody... And they don't like you back, yeah. even if they do share your sexual orientation, or you're a fucking a fuck buddy with somebody, mm. and you end up liking them more, and they don't, they just want to be fuck buddies. They don't want to d- actually develop into a relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I just don't like the other guy. Fucking what's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan. How is he still on the show? I thought he got busted for cocaine or whatever. He looks like he's a co- a cokehead. Like his eyes. Oh, you made the actor. Yeah, the actor. Did he? Yeah, he got busted for cocaine going to on the on the plane or whatever. Didn't you talk about that? Wasn't that a story? Maybe that you talked I about? did. But I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, he he got you know busted. How much for, news I talk about? That's true. <laughs> but he got busted for coke, and you could see his his eyes are so sunken in. I'm like, bro, lay off the cocaine, dude. My brother was telling me he was like, he looks kind of old to be playing a teenager. <laughs> he looks strung out, and I I mean maybe he, he got clean. I don't know, like a like Ben Affleck went on rehab and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe but I don't like him. Like if you want to talk about characters that are like extraneous, I think they are. Well, no, I like I like not, I not like Nancy. Nancy, I like, but Jonathan. But he, yeah, he was just. There. I wanted Jonathan to die. He when was, Hopper dies, of Jonathan, I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, John. He was just there to more or less push Nancy's story. Yeah, but like he didn't really do. He hasn't. Been, he reminded me of like Cyclops and Dark Phoenix. Yes, he hasn't been interesting to me since season one. Because in season one, at least he had him trying to get. Uh, Nancy from an asshole, which was Steve at the time. But for Steve to like totally make a 180 as a character, for me to like him so much now, and for me not to like Jonathan, it's just it's annoying to me. I'm like, 
I rooted for you, bro. <laughs> I don't not like Jonathan, but I don't. If he yeah, died, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's just. But he's not doing anything. Like I think. I think he's probably the most useless, useless character this season. Was there anyone more useless useless than him? All of them. <laughs> At least Joyce was helping Hopper with his. I was gonna say all of them. That's not eleven. <laughs> detective skills. But Jonathan didn't contribute anything. All he did was tell Nancy, like, you well, guys fired, Nancy. He took picture. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's move on. I mean, and I, it, it, Will was pretty Will was pretty useless still. Will? Yeah. Uh, granted, no, he, he granted, was, granted, he was no, the Peter Tingle. Yeah, he, he has his Peter Tingle, but, <laughs> but still, he's still pretty useless. Like, oh, I feel the mind flare here. Really, I could see yeah, we the can see, yeah, we can see him down. He's I knocking down, down the trees. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. Um, what do you want to talk about now? Fire Force, or you want me to give like a quick review about Crawl? I don't know if I want to. I, I feel like there's no point if you didn't watch okay, it. Okay, then don't talk about. Crawl. Yeah, I'm a just for anybody that hasn't seen Crawl. Crawl is the alligator movie in a hurricane, and I know it sounds stupid, but trust me, it's actually really good. Ah. <sighs> Do I want to just... I'll just say my rating. I, I actually would give Crawl perfect vision. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> it ended in an like, it ended in an emotional way that I was like, what? I actually... I was rooting for the characters not to die. I was the person in the theater that I hate, which is like the, the loud black person. Like, no, no, no. Don't go in there. Oh, my God. No. Ah. Ooh. Ah, I almost got you. Run, bitch. Like, <laughs> and that, to me, just great storytelling. Like... It took a goofy premise that could have been a B-level horror movie on a sci-fi channel and elevated it to the point where it had a compelling story with compelling characters and moments that were genuinely tense. I just I couldn't believe it. Like it was it was a better horror movie with a real life dinosaur than Jurassic Park or Jurassic World was. Yeah, but that's not a horror movie though. <laughs> well what what is it? A dra- what's Jurassic World if it's not supposed to be a horror movie? It's a thriller? Action? <laughs> Suspense? I mean, it's definitely trying to be horror. Is it though? Because like... I think it's action and Because they almost kind of make the dinosaurs, oh, it's all whimsical. They, yeah, first. And then even when they <laughs> escape, it's like, yeah, they're in danger, but I don't necessarily see it as like, 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 like Freddy Krueger type. Look, the alligator in Crawl is more intimidating and more frightening the, the Indominus Rex and the, the Raptor Indominus, whatever the fuck it was called, combined. That's crazy. Is it just one alligator? Or is it like not, a whole army I'm of... I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to find out. But yeah, I highly recommend it. And that's This is also coming from the guy that last week was making fun of this. I was like, Crawl? Who the fuck cares about Crawl? It's going to be trash. The moral of the story is, trust Michael. You didn't even see it! <laughs> that's not, not my fault, but I still gave told you to go see it. I don't know. I, I think this is just a great example of... What is this? Four, four out of four? Love, Simon. Greatest Showman. Uh, there was a third one. I don't remember what the third one, but there was a third one. I don't remember. There was, there's, definitely was, there's definitely a third one. I just don't remember what it was. Yes, Michael has great and recommendations. Now, now loves, uh, loves Love, Simon. Simon. <laughs> love, Crawl. Love, love, Crawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say. Oh, I think this is a great example of a movie that has... Like there's no, I have no expectations for it other than probably it being bad. Like I didn't, I went there not expecting anything and came out loving it. Those are my favorite movie experiences. So, 
Great movies. I don't know. Agents of Shield because you kept you and Jamie. Okay, yeah. Before that, y'all give you that. You guys kept on you. you Stupid. I still haven't seen. I haven't watched either, but I can't make fun of it because I'm sure it's great. (laughs) But yeah, I haven't finished. I haven't finished anything. I I haven't finished Cloak and Dagger. We're trash. Yeah, we are. (laughs) I think the season ended. Yeah, the season ended. Oh, we're trash. (laughs) All right. Next week's Lion King, right? Next week's Lion King. Oh, this week is Lion King. Yeah. Well, next week's show. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we can. I should, I'll try and binge. I can't. I can't binge this week because I have to. I've got a bunch of shit I gotta do. Fuck. But we will eventually. <laughs> Wait. Let's talk about um Fire Force. That's been this episode my, of Blurred Vision. My brain just like <laughs> turned off. Like I was just like, yeah, Firefall. What's it about again? Oh yeah, the Infernals. And uh, when you described it last week, I don't know why, but it, it the imagery that concocted my brain did not match up with, like the actual show. I wasn't expecting like the the firefighter outfits, like the the theme of like like they have like firefighter equipment, but they're fighting people that spontaneously combust and become demons basically mm-hmm. and like the weird religious angle on it like i know you talk about the nun and stuff but like i i think it's an interesting concept but i'm not sure where the fuck it's going because the main character of course he's got a sad backstory of like oh my mother died from an infernal and there's there was someone there a man in yellow he was the reverse flash i saw him he's real yeah. <laughs> like was it a king infernal or something killed his mom for some reason who knows but i just i didn't the premise of we have to stop this unknowable random event where it's not, it's not like there's nothing to fight like it's not like attack on titan where it's like we have a goal we've got to beat titans this is a world where anybody just can randomly spontaneous combust and become a monster so it's weird it's like it's weird to have a, a show like that where it's like the main character's objective is we've got to stop this from happening but it's like it's almost as natural as death so how can well, you now s- it is, but it wasn't always like that. Though. Yeah, but so how do you find out? Got to figure out how. How do you how do you trace that's back? What, that's what the fire force is for. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just they're they're basically a firefighting team. They're putting out fires when they happen. They're not like investigating where it came from. Well, and how now, do you investigate? Well, now it's only been two episodes. But how do you investigate something like that? So I'm saying I don't know where it's going. Like, how do you trace back? Well, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so the first episode kind of set up the premise and gave you some cool like action scenes and like the our iTunes review was right it does have great animation so like just that alone kept me interested enough in the first episode if I were to rate the first episode 
it'd be high passable because it does remind me of a lot of other things like you kind of mentioned like My Hero Academia though I like the twist on the concept of a, a, a person that wants to be a hero and smiles but because it's a nervous smile his his expression and the way he looks in posters and stuff doesn't actually explain what his character is like like he's much he's like Deku but he looks like Bakugo yeah it's so weird but it's interesting. I, I, I kind of like that. It's like, oh, it's not what I expected. He, I, I thought he was going to be like the cocky asshole, but no, it's just his face. And he smiles nervously like that. And it, it even plays into the world kind of shunning him because he has like the, the shark teeth like Kirishima and shit. So when he smiles, he looks like a devil. And yeah, they call him a devil. And they call him a devil. Yeah. And because he smiles at awkward situations or sad moments when he's nervous, he looks evil because he's smiling during a time he shouldn't be smiling. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that. But what made me actually like this show, I think it was the second episode, where they actually go into the darker side of, yeah, in a world where people were just spontaneously combusting, like just randomly, and becoming monsters, yeah, the monster fights might be cool to look at, but you're killing someone's father, someone's mother, someone's daughter. Like, you're, you're, it's a tragedy. Every monster they kill, it's tragic. Yeah. So I like that they really played into that, this most recent episode where they the, the the captain of their fire force team kind of pulls uh, the main character and his rival to the side who are both like new recruits and it's like don't ever just feel like we're just doing this to to kill infernals or whatever hide your weapons because you don't want their loved ones to see that because at the end of the day you're yeah, going in there to kill yeah we're killing monsters but we're killing their loved ones like respect that and I, like that heaviness brought a level of I don't, an intensity or drama to the show that I felt like, okay, because here's my main complaint in episode one when I finished watching it was, I mean, yeah, this is really, it looks cool and I, the premise is interesting, but I just feel like fire in animation is always useless. Like fire never burns anybody. Like fire is lethal in real life, but when it comes to fire in like anime, When's the last time someone got hit by like a, a blast of fire from Zuko or t- or, or uh, what's his name? Toshinori. Toshinori? No, that's that's All Might. What's his name? To my uh, hot and cold. Now nah, I can't remember his fucking name. What the name. fuck? Uh, I'm blanking on it. Todoroki. Todoroki. Like when's the last time he hit someone with a fire blast and it actually did it actually something? Actually burnt them. And yeah. It burned them. Yeah. Never. Like yeah, fire never. never does anything in animation. <laughs> so it was like. When they go into the f- the the burning building, the fight. Even the- when he's like shooting fire blasts at like, uh, uh, why am I blanking? Stained. Our names all of a sudden stained. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Like you, one fire blast should defeat anybody, <laughs> but in anime, never does anything. Oh, not even just anime, cartoons. Period. Yeah, it's cartoons. Period. It's animation. But like, when you do the equivalence of these are firefighters that fight demons, a fire in itself is something to be feared. Because and I think they did a good job in the moment where in the first episode they go into the burning building and all you can hear is like what a firefighter hears is the breathing through the mask. Like, and it's like that's that's anxiety. Like that, that gives you anxiety because like you're trying to breathe through in an area that you can't breathe in because of the smoke and the soot and the fire and shit. Uh-huh. But when like fire hits somebody and it does nothing, all of that like that the, the fear of fire itself kind of goes away. So I was like, I feel like if this was like a live action thing and the fire was actually lethal, this could be like on attack on Titan level 
where it's that scary. But I guess they kind of also play play it where a, a handful of them kind of fire base. That's why I They're brought, brought it up before. They're basically firebenders. But even still, you get with fire, you're still burned. Like, and yeah, they're wearing those suits and stuff. But I mean, I guess if you got if you're able to make fire out of your feet, like, what's the line of it burning you versus? I don't know. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying though? Like it 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 could be a lot darker than it was in the first episode. So in the second episode, where they get they at least drill down on no this is actually really emotional because we're killing people like that kind of made me like oh you had my attention you had my curiosity but now you have my attention so i dig this this anime um i, I think i'll give the second episode probably either a high more than passel or maybe even perfect vision because i really enjoyed it but what did you what did you think about the second episode and what do you feel about the series overall now that you've seen two episodes um well, I kind of gave my thoughts on the first episode last week. But, uh, yeah, the second episode I liked even more because all the things that you said. But then also on top of that, like, it expounded on the world. Like, you got to see almost kind of like these third-generation pyrokinetics. They're rare. They're more powerful than second-generation pyrokinetics. Mm-hmm. Like, all that lore and backstory, like in, terms of like, lore, like, in terms of, like, explaining the mysticism of the world, I like... All of that stuff. And I think it's interesting because basically the second generation fire starters or whatever they're called. They need a, they need fire. Yeah, they're, they're like the um, firebenders in the live uh, action and the, movie. And the live action movie. <laughs> and the third generation are more like uh, the anime. The anime, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also weird because she can make like sentient fire creatures out of the... <laughs> She's pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah, like... But I like that they have different abilities. Like one guy puts his fire in a sword. This is like a plasma sword. Mm-hmm. The main character has like flame thrusters for feet. The uh, and the girl is like a witch. I like that. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And she could also extinguish fire. Yes. So it also kind of makes me go, well, aren't you technically more powerful because you could? Exactly. Yeah. You can just do like a hand gesture, and make your fire go away. I don't understand. Why does it not work with the infernals? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, plot. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll have to explain that. Maybe it's extra. I don't know. I, I can't even. Th- I can't even think of a reason. <laughs> They're really hot. <laughs> but yeah, like so, I, I enjoy seeing more more of the characters, and then also getting uh, intro- the introduction to that girl, the witch, the witch girl mm. that that you uh, get to see, and then uh, seeing that despite them being the fire force, there are rules to even taking out the infernos that they are. Like when you mentioned, like when. Uh, when I can't even think of their names, but I don't two, remember any of their names. The two main characters took out their weapons while they were right in the middle of the crowd. After the, he just told them not yeah, to. Yeah, after the coach literally just had a speech saying, "Don't take out your weapons in front of anybody," and then they still did it. And then he like gave them that look, like kind of like 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 your mother gives you. <laughs> Didn't I tell you not to touch that? <laughs> you done fucked up now. Yeah. And I like him as a character, the yeah. captain. The captain, yeah. yeah. So like, I appreciated getting that explanation because you know you think about a lot of these animes or TV shows or cartoons or anything like that. And this is kind of what I mentioned with like My Hero Academia was like, I appreciate that they put all this thought into like the the superheroes and registrations and how you become a hero and all all this other stuff like like backstory and lore that they don't talk about in all, all these other shows. Like I feel like they did the same thing in this where it's like, in any other show, it would just be like, oh, it's cool, we're fighting monsters and yeah. then that's it. Yeah, we're, even, yeah, we're killing or we're killing uh, somebody's loved one, but they're not, they wouldn't even talk about that. It's just, oh, this person's become a monster. Yeah. Who cares? We're moving on. That's what the we first episode kind of felt like to me. 
But the fact that they actually show is like, no, there's more, there's more to it than that. Like it kind of, and then it makes the, pr- like the praying feel like have more gravitas. Yeah, I still think it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, it is nothing though, but that's kind of like that, that to me is actually more impactful. Because it's like it's like because part it's of it was like, like maybe, magic. I was gonna say maybe if she was like the girl the, the girl from Goblin Slayer, I yeah. Because <laughs> like because it, there'd be a purpose to it, but that just tells me that it's all faith based. Like that's purely where it comes from, and it's kind. Of, I, she's useless as fuck, <laughs> but I feel like that that kind of brings a level of realism to it. Because mm-hmm. like they they don't know if it's doing anything, but just for the sake of their own religious beliefs, they and do it comfort, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that's kind of, and then when she did it. Uh, with the guy in the second episode, the the father with his head on fire, he was just sitting at the table like. Yeah, that silently. part that hurt me. Yeah, that part I was fucked like, me up. Fuck, because <laughs> he was he wasn't he wasn't like the other infernos that we saw where they were like literally attacked, like they were literally monsters. Yeah, the other one was just like so. So it also kind of makes, makes me you wonder, wonder like how much. They, yeah, are they sentient? How much of them are still there? Are they lashing out because they are on fire and it hurts? Yeah, maybe, or. Because the, 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 the rival the, even said, yeah, like, he's enduring pain right now. Like, we should put him out of his misery as, fi- as quickly as possible. And it's like, fuck, man. Yeah. That shit was sad. It was. <laughs> you see, like, the picture of the family. And the fact that the, 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 the daughter that he leaves behind, his mother. His mother and his, now she's, she lost both her parents. And, and she's afraid. And she was like, and she, and she was saying, am I next? Yeah. We, well, when your mother combusts two years back and then your father combusts, like, two years later. Wouldn't you expect you're next? Like, I, I was like, is there a pattern? Like, is that how this works? And then for the captains, kind of like, you know, assage your fears. Like, no, I believe that they both protected you from the flames. And now you're not going to turn into an infernal because they protected you. Oh, it could be all bullshit. And I was going to say, until she turns. Yeah. I'm oh, like, shit. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Harry Potter? Pot, Lily saved saved uh, Harry from Voldemort. And that's why Voldemort's <laughs> curse didn't work. <laughs> She's the girl who lived. But the comforting, I, I really appreciated. It was like, I, I don't know, it just brought a level of like sincerity to this anime that I didn't expect from the first episode. And then the weird introduction of the villain, I'm like, who the fuck, who, who is this? <laughs> I've got I dust mean, fire. I would say you gotta have a villain. Yeah, but I'm like, well, who is he? Is he, he's is he the making the Infernals? He started or? the Infernal thing, or or he's like the kingpin. He's taking, he's uh, using the Infernal uh, situation to, to, to get power. Maybe. It seemed like he had a, an issue with the fire force for every reason. Because they're forcing their fires. <laughs> and there's still firefighters in the world. They're just, they're not the firefighters they're the fire force. <laughs> they yeah. fight just the infernals. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so overall, but then it's also like, where's the overlap though? Because if you have an infernal that's creating a house fire, exactly. You need to have the firefighters and the fire force at the same time. <laughs> And it seems like there's always a fire wherever the infernals are. So yeah, because like even like the train, like the whole train combusted. Yeah. <laughs> so where were the firefighters? Yeah. So I mean, so overall, would you rate the uh, second episode? And will we keep watching? Oh, I am. Yeah, I'm interested. It got me. High more than passable. I don't know if I would have been hooked with the first episode. So I'm glad <laughs> I, I waited till the first two came out. Because. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was hooked. I was intrigued by the first episode. Yeah, the animation is really good. So it because it, it's a good job of like, oh, okay. Well, at least it looks good. <laughs> yeah. Super unnecessary in the first episode where he does like the the where he like he saves the nun from that thing that's falling. 
He has all these like fucking like long like bursts what? of fire. Like, he's like left, right, of left, course. right. I'm like, just get it to her. It's a straight line. You weren't that far that's away. The of, that's the way of establishing what his powers are. I know. I'm like, she was like ten feet away. Where? Why are you like going around the entire fucking thing? <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, whatever. Let's let's move on. Let's get in. Oh, before we get into the news of the week, we have emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna well. All right. First email comes from snakebob at yahoo.com. Subject is Robin. First off, love the podcast. It gives me something to listen to while I'm driving or doing homework. I have a question for you guys. Growing up, I was brought up with the Cartoon Network Teen Titans. And I've and I like the relationship between Dick and Starfire, but in the comics his relationship is still there with Starfire, but he's more involved with Batgirl. It comes and it goes. <laughs> My question for both of you is who do you prefer as an item? Dick and Starfire or Dick and Batgirl? And why? What do you prefer? Do you prefer Starfire and Dick or Batgirl and Dick? <laughs> uh, I like Starfire. And, well, no. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like Starfire as the end relationship. Like, I, f- I feel like Batgirl is his first relationship that gets fucked up because of Batman. Not because of the new stuff that See, we know about. Know, no, not, not, like, not that stuff. No, not, not the fucking. <laughs> no, that I, in my head canon does not like, exist. Is, I don't like that one. Doesn't happen. Mm-mm, that was all Bruce Tim fan fiction. <laughs> super weird. Hey, super weird. It's like a, it's like a daughter to him, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? But no, just because of his strange relationship with Bruce, and when he leaves to become Nightwing, that's when he meets Starfire, and that's his next relationship. I feel like that's that's the progression of his relationships. I, I don't really like Playboy Dick. No. I never really understood why that became a thing. Because uh, it's a trope with Dick Grayson. Like, you think about the sexualization of female characters in comics. Really, one of the main ones they do that with in, in, in comics with men is Dick. Mm. They always talk about his ass. Mm. I recognize that ass anywhere. I like him being flirty and a little cocky. But I don't, like, just fucking mad chicks. I'm not. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, what about you? What do you think? So I guess Starfire is my answer? Yeah, I, I guess I, I guess Starfire only because I feel like the, the Batgirl and him were more when they were younger. And that's like a cute... Yeah, like a first love thing. Yeah, like a first love thing. But like him and Starfire, that's that's the adult. Kinda that's like, real. <laughs> kind of like, like the same thing where it's like, I like Buffy and Spike more than I like Buffy and Angel. It's like, yeah, Fuck Buffy you. Buffy, hey, that's <laughs> like the cute, you. That's like the cute high school. No. But no Spike, that's a, that's, a, that's a real, that's an adult relationship. No. Yes. Spike and Cordelia. Right? That was her name, right? What? No, not Cordelia. No, that's the other, no. Spike and Cordelia. What's her name? The crazy one. The crazy vampire. Drusilla? Drusilla. Nah, that, that's the first love. I like, the, I like the chaotic nature of the relationship. Just because you're chaotic. <laughs> All right, next email comes from Blur Vision. Uh, he says, next... It comes from Blur Vision. No, it comes from Khalif Topping. I was like, what? You yeah. sent yourself an email? The subject is Blur Vision, next Spider-Man villain. Hey, guys, I agree that Dimitri of Talos Fury Crew was driving the bus will be the chameleon, a.k.a. Dimitri Smirnikov. Smirnikov? I don't know how to pronounce it. That way I see it going down... Oh, the way I see it going down is that he finds out about the scrolls, replace Fury and Hill which could lead to Talos' daughter doing secret invasion. 
and somehow dissects one or both of them. What the fuck? And does some kind of bioengineering on himself, giving him the ability to shapeshift? And Spider-Man can put the blame on... And it's cut off. That's weird. Huh. Oh. Uh, Spider-Man can put the blame on the chameleon to clear his name, saying that he copied his appearance from their Euro trip and copied his suit. That is a crazy theory, bro. That's weird. That's, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Dissecting the scrolls and then taking their shit. They have his I was ability. like, that's, too, that's, way too, that's like Dexter. Yeah, like, we, that's we way too like rated R. You already have the technology with the, with the we, barf. Yeah, not even that. The Black, Black Widow technology and, and Winter Soldier. Well, she yeah, literally that, had the Mission Impossible mask that Chameleon uses. Well, yeah, that too. But I was going to say, because it was just the face where I think feel like. Isn't that Chameleon's whole thing is the face? I feel like it's the whole body. It is? That was always his face changes. No, it's the whole body. Oh. Okay, then yeah, barf. Then you can use the hologram of his whole body then. Yeah. But you know Mission Impossible rules. They take off a mask. It's somehow their, their entire body mass yeah, no, changes. No, no, no. Their voice completely changes. Like, wait, what? <laughs> By the way, it's like dissecting the scrolls. Nah. Like, like this, this is the MCU. This is like, what are, you, what are you doing? But talking about the next Spider-Man villains, though, and, and just... Remember I said of, I wanted to be Scorpion and... Uh... Yeah, 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 I feel you on that. But to cap off our talk about Far From Home last week, we didn't really get into... Do we think that... We went to the extreme of like, oh, in the comics when his identity is revealed, like, you know, Aunt May died, and like, what's going to happen? Is it going to change life forever? The MCU also has a tendency to either walk back big things or to downplay it in some way. Do you think they're actually going to go that extreme with it? Do you think it's possible that in the next movie they'll do a spectacular Spider-Man where, remember how they reveal his identity? Like Venom revealed it. And then they basically just like, no, that's not, that's not true. No, I'm not Spider-Man. No way. And then maybe they'll just do a thing where they'll have a scroll be Peter. And then Spider-Man show up next to Peter Parker. It's like, no, two different people. Not the same person at all. And kind of undo it. Or do you think they're actually going to go all the way with, no, now Peter Parker is revealed to be Spider-Man. I mean, they may do it in like for like the first little bit of the movie, but then I feel like at some point they're gonna have to walk it back. Really? Because it's different. I, I agree. It's, di- it's different where you reveal Iron Man's identity, Captain America, et cetera, et cetera. They're adults, yeah. So it's like them going through the real the real world and 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 life is way different than say Peter having to go to high school and yeah. and and interact with all, all his other classmates, and then on top of that his enemies and the real world and all that other stuff, him having to deal with that as a teenager. It opens the door to the ultimate Spider-Man though, where all the villains knew Peter's identity by the end and then went to go kill him together and ended up succeeding. Yeah, but I feel like we're not, we're not there with like this. Cause no, I, cause I even see yet. people saying, Oh, I want them to introduce the sinister six in the next movie. It's like, no, we're not there yet. Like, yeah. We're still building. I feel like sinister six should come in Spider-Man six. Like, I don't necessarily want them to walk it back. But I can totally see them doing that just because you also lose a lot of what makes Spider-Man like interesting as a character by taking away that dual identity. Like like you said, like now you gotta change how he interacts with his school life. How he is he still gonna go to college? Like he can't move through the world in the same way with everyone and knowing he's Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Even his relationship with J. Jonah Jameson completely changes now. If he yeah. just knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Now it's not Spider-Man's a menace. Now it's always going to be Peter's a menace. You know what I mean? Like It just changes everything. And like I said, it's different than like everybody knows Tony Stark is Iron Man. Everybody mm-hmm. knows. Ka- and I'm not even just talking about in the movies. I'm talking about comics too. Yeah. But like 
I mean, yeah. even the comics, Tony Stark was hiding his identity for a long time. For a long time, yeah. yeah. But it's like, but you also need, you also, you need those, those, like, where it's like, Flash Thompson hates Peter Parker, but he loves Spider-Man, and you don't realize yeah. until much, much, much later on that he's actually the same person. Or like you mentioned with J. Jonah Jameson, it's like, you need that buildup where, like, you get in the comics where eventually he does find out Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mm. And, and yeah, doesn't tell people. And he doesn't, yeah. he has yeah. A better, They have a better relationship for it. Yeah. But it's because of all of that time and buildup. Yeah. Um, next email comes from Britt L. Leach, Young Justice. Hey, guys. Just finished the latest podcast and want to try and catch up on all the anime you're planning to review. <laughs> 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 but it's a little daunting. Is it, though? <laughs> However, one show I'm definitely catching up on is Young Justice. The new episodes oh, dropped. Yeah. Wait, what? It did? It did. We did. What? I knew that, too. I didn't. I haven't heard anybody talking about that. Because nobody watches <laughs> exactly like what the fuck nobody has nobody has a DC, DC universe DC universe anymore. That's so funny, I haven't heard anybody mention that. When did it come out? Uh, same weekend, I think the same weekend as uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. That's probably why. Damn, what a terrible weekend to release yeah. that shit on. Uh, new episodes drop, so I'd love to get your opinions on it. Sorry to add to your homework, but I think it'll be worth it. Appreciate the work you guys do. Oh, thanks, bro. Stay nerdy, my blurdies, and go beyond plus ultra. Thank you, Brit. And thank you for telling us, because I, I did not know that. <laughs> Thanks for reminding Yeah, because I forgot. Thanks, news guy. <laughs> we have dropped the ball. Uh, next email comes from Danny Villa Senior. Question of the week. Hey, guys. So there's two questions this week. Also, spoilers for those who haven't seen Stranger Things, especially one of you two knowing how y'all are. You've been warned. All right, so spoilers if you haven't seen Stranger Things. Uh, one, what do you think happened to all the flayed that... Uh, all the flayed, are they all dead or are they alive? Oh, they're dead. Definitely dead. They were, they were all in the yeah, body. They were all in the, yeah. Except for They all got Billy. turned to goo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but somewhere else hidden except Billy because you know he's dead. Yeah, they're all dead. Two, who do you think the American is in the post credit scene? Topper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really, really, really hope it's Hopper, but I know deep down inside it might be the mayor, but I hope it's Hopper. The mayor? The mayor. Why would it be? I the- mean, but he, I mean, he was in cahoots with the Russians. But why would they take him all the way to yeah, Russia? Why would they prison? take him? Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. It'd be weird. Uh, anyways, that's it, guys. Stay in my blurries. And as always, go beyond plus ultra. Thank you, Danny. Um, but but I do agree with him. I feel like that it's like a it's it's almost a too obvious of a lead. Like I feel like the the bigger surprise is they open that door and it's some guy we don't know. And it's like what? And he's like the 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 catalyst for the story like i know everything I'll, I'll tell you everything that's been happening in this facility they're trying to do this blah 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 blah, blah experiments blah 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 blah. but if it's like I, I just feel like that's a bigger what than it being oh shit hopper's still alive yeah but like i said you don't see a body i agree with that too <laughs> especially considering the fact that they made it a point to show like the other scientists get vaporized yeah but, but not him see, yeah yeah you're right you're you're right I just want them to subvert my expectations because it's so obvious. <laughs> but yeah, if, if Hopper is dead, then that would mean, um, uh, fuck, I'm blanking on names today. What's his name from Promise Neverland is dead? Um, White haired kid. Smartest one. Yeah. Norman. Norman. There yeah. we go. <laughs> uh, next email comes from Xavier Sutton. A leap of faith moment. Hello, guys. Jordan, I've seen your cat learn how to fetch on your Instagram stories. What other tricks has he learned? Or are you going to teach him some more dog tricks? I didn't teach him shit. 
That shit was so weird to me. Did you see that story? I saw that, yeah. He does that. Like, just, just he he brought me a ball one day, and I was like, oh, okay. I threw it away, and he went and got it, and he brought it back to me. I'm like, that was weird. And I threw it again, and it just now he just does it all the time. Like, he'll bring he'll bring me the ball when he wants to play. And I would play fetch like a dog. So in his past life, it was a dog. Maybe he was. <laughs> like, I've always wanted a dog, but I've always just ended up getting cats for whatever reasons. But... I don't know. That that blew my mind. I'm like, you're my favorite now. <laughs> what kind of dog? Let me, I gotta ask this. What kind of dog do you want? You want like, like a Chihuahua, or you want like a what? You want like a dog? <laughs> How dare you? First of all, doggist. <laughs> a Chihuahua's a dog too, motherfucker. No, fuck that. That's like a fucking rat. <laughs> no, I don't want. A, I don't want a Chihuahua. They're not even nice. I would probably. I'm want, just saying. Do you want like those toy pool? Ooh, look at the toy. Well, when pool. I was a kid, I wanted a husky. Because I wanted to be able to ride it. It's <laughs> so like if I was like what? 14, like ride on its back like Battle Cat or something. <laughs> a husky's not that big. <laughs> well, when I was younger. <laughs> Even at 14, it's not that big. <laughs> this is my dream, okay? Don't, a fucking horse. <laughs> tread lightly, Michael, for you walk upon my dreams. <laughs> well, I'm going to stomp all over that shit. <laughs> so I would, like a, I would like a dog like a husky or a golden retriever or, um, or if it's a smaller dog, like a Shiba Inu, like the Japanese dogs, the small ones, kind of like a fox. Something like that. But I don't want like a Yorkie or like a Chihuahua <laughs> or like any of those small dogs. Like they're just yappy. I, I have to make a cat. Like, I don't need another cat. You, you strike me as a type that wants one of those little cute toy poodles. How <laughs> dare you? What are you implying? <laughs> I'm hard. I'm a hard man. <laughs> are you though? Yeah, I'm a soft boy. <laughs> but hey guys, I got a I got a dog. What kind of dog is it? It's a boot is a a boot what? <laughs> a boo? A poodle? <laughs> a beagle. A beagle. <laughs> Beagles are okay. Yeah, beagles are... That's the smallest I'll go, the beagle. <laughs> but like, yeah, I want like a Great Dane or... But I'm also lazy, and I couldn't see myself wanting to get up every day to walk a dog. I, I hate cleaning the litter box. Don't like, you have a yard? Just let the shit out in the yard. You gotta clean that shit still. It's bad. Fertilizer, man. <laughs> yeah, so you fucking go in the yard and fucking step in that shit. Like, <laughs> well, then don't go in the yard. Oh, that's so gross. Ugh. And your yard's covered in shit. Ugh. Yeah, it helps the grass grow. But it's covered in shit. <laughs> Until it's the circle of life. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Xavier goes on to Every, say... Everything shit touches is our kingdom. Hell! <laughs> 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 what a shitty kingdom you have. Uh, remember the Spider-Man Homecoming... Uh, oh, remember in Spider-Man Homecoming when Peter was trapped in, a, in the rubble? He asked... Oh, he had no Stark tech with him, and he was at his weakest point, but he still found the strength to get out. That scene was like the leap of faith scene in Into the Spider-Verse, the first big step in becoming Spider-Man. Agreed. That's what was missing for me in Far From Home. All he got in that film was a pep talk from Happy. I wanted a leap of faith moment. Do you guys agree? Um, hmm. I feel like you well, don't need yeah, to. Yeah, I was going to say, because he's already, he already Spider-Man at that point. Yeah, he, he already, already got he, he got anointed an Avenger, all that stuff. Yeah. But I get what he's saying, though, because what he's kind of talking about is why I didn't give Far From Home a perfect vision because I felt like there was no single moment that was as powerful to me as multiple moments in Homecoming like the the classic you know get up Spider-Man lifting the big heavy thing off his back or even the the vulture scene in the car like those moments I think are stronger than anything in Far From Home but I think Far From Home overall I enjoyed more if that makes sense yes yeah. and I agree but like I said, that ending, that end credit scene is what made it a perfect vision for me. Oh, but that was my question. That's why I brought up the um, the thing about his identity before. If they 
walk it back, does that change how you view that moment in Far From Home? Does it does it hurt? It, it depends on how and what they do with it. So if they do walk it back, because you can go you can go both ways. Like you can walk it back in a sense that kind of like that makes sense. Almost granted. Not like the comics where he makes a deal with the devil. But, oh God, don't do that! <laughs> but yeah, like you say, it could be like almost like a Supergirl thing where you got you got a scroll. Like Martian Manhunter showed up as Kara or whatever, mm-hmm. and Kara was Supergirl, and it's like, oh, I'm not re- like this is obviously. So you could do that, or you could like walk it back in the sense where it's like. This is how last time I lost my eye, or, or last time I trusted somebody, oh, I lost God. an eye. All right, and then you saying. walk it back with fucking the flurkin, and it's like, oh, come on. Really? <laughs> you're right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, I agree with that. Uh, let's see. He goes on to say, I also wanted to give my quick take about the Little Mermaid reboot. I feel like if they wanted to have more people of color in the film, they should have just made a new film with an original character. Not just a, not just do a remake of a well-known character. Hope this wasn't too long. Keep up the good work and stay nerdy, my blurdy. And we'll get to that. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get to that. There's some news and news of the week this week. That, yeah, we're gonna get to that. Because <laughs> I, I, well, it's a couple, it's a couple of things that you don't know about. That's why I was like, oh, I think everybody very, has their it's own. It's gonna be a very interesting uh, episode. I think everybody has their own line. And someone like Xavier, obviously, he's not racist. He's a fan of blurred vision. He's a fan of us. So it's like, for him, he just wants Ariel, I guess, to be I'm like, the, Isn't that the cartoon We keep Ariel. saying we're a little white. <laughs> uh, I am a little Oreo, but, <laughs> but still. But yeah, when we get into the discussion, it'll make more sense. Um, next email comes from Small... Oh, okay, I keep reading the subject. It comes from Joshua Atkinson, uh, Smallville and Magneto. Hey guys, I recently just started oh. watching it. <laughs> what a weird combination. I just recently started watching the series Smallville. Small Nito? Small Nito. I would always see random episodes on, so Jay decided to finally give in and let me say, my God, it's better than Arrow and The Flash. <laughs> I never actually watched, I've watched like episodes here and there, but I never actually sat and like really? watched Smallville. I watched Smallville up until he became well, actually, no, 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 no. Let me, let me Let me take that back. The first season, I watched a couple episodes here and there, but it was just like little things that made me still, that upset me to the point I was like, "This is stupid. I'm not watching this." Like what? <laughs> like uh, Superman didn't know Lex Luthor when he was in high school. This is stupid. Oh, I'm wow. not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got two questions for you guys. First, if you have watched Smallville, how does it compare to DC TV shows now, in your opinion? And how would you feel if they race bent Magneto to be black? This is everything we just talked about. We, yeah, we literally just talked about. We talked about this. Uh, this is weird. <laughs> um, how would you feel if the race bent Magneto to be black instead of the Holocaust? He would come from the early '80s and '90s. Um, well, I've seen Smallville up to I think season two or three when Jor-el awakened his Kryptonian side, and for whatever reason, Kal El was evil. I didn't like that, so I started falling off the show after that point. When he started flying and he still wasn't Superman yet, I was just like, "This is stupid." <laughs> But I don't think Smallville seasons one and two compare, at least for me, to uh, The Flash and Arrow in their prime. Like, Arrow seasons Arrow one season and two, two. Especially season two. Yeah. Those were great. Like, and, and Flash seasons one, especially, was also great. Like, I think they're just, I think they took what made Smallville great and built upon it in those first couple of seasons. But then after that, they fell off a cliff. <laughs> well, season three wasn't terrible. For what? Arrow? 
first uh, The Flash? No, I don't think it was terrible. Like I was still, a, I was, was shaky. I was still invested in season three. Yeah, season four, I was just like, "What the fuck? What what happened?" <laughs> I think it was also the conceit of knowing Iris might die, and that was the through line for the whole season. It gave you something to look forward to. It was like, "What's gonna happen? Oh my god, she's gonna die! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" But like the yeah, after that, off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the moment where they revert, where it ended up being uh, Wells, yeah, HR. HR whatever. I think that's when I think even Jamie, like all of us, we were just like. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm glad Iris is alive. At the same time, I feel like it lost something. That was like the first big, like, okay, th- this is the the writing is on the wall for this show. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't commit to something that actually probably would made the show better in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he also asked us about the race bending of Magneto. I'm okay with that because Magneto has been literally compared and in some case inspired by like Malcolm X. Like, the, the dynamic between Magneto and Xavier is, like, the battles of ideology between Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. So, in this case, I'd be okay with it. Because I feel like that's that's still in keeping with the, like, the original intent of the character. I'm also okay with it because I come at it from a different angle. Got to change his name, though. Huh? Got to change his name, though. What, Magneto? Yeah. Not, not Magneto, but Eric, oh, Eric Lechner Lynch, or whatever. Eric Lencher. Yeah. I mean, but that's not his real name anyway. That's an alias. It is? Well, well, no. His real name is Eric Lencher something. But yeah, it can't be that. <laughs> Hold up. It's like... What's his full name? But I also make it known that I'm not okay with just race changing across the board. It just depends. It's contextual. It depends on the character, what the characters like yeah, represents. That's not fair. It's Max Eisenhart. Max Eisenhart. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking Skyrim character. <laughs> Eric Lencher was like an alias. I never knew that. Cause I was like, wait, that is that's. I was like, Eric Lencher. No, that's not right. Yeah, his real name is Max Eisenhart. That's weird. Is that like a retcon? <laughs> just like how fucking Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver weren't his sibling or weren't his children. I think he then went they... by Eric Lencher by around the time that he uh, married Wanda's Wanda and Quicksilver's mother. But then they weren't his kids. But then they were again. But then they were. And, they were, <laughs> and right now they're they're not. Oh my god! It's like which is it, bro? <laughs> Until they are again. <laughs> just tell us if you fucked our mom. <laughs> but yeah, so I, going back to what I was saying. I'm okay with it only because from another angle, like more so from the live action perspective, because at a certain point, it's not going to make sense that Magneto comes from the Holocaust because they never said in terms of like his power set, they never make any type of mention the fact that he uh, can retard his aging. No. Like he ages just like everybody else. And so because of that, once you get to like, 2020, 2021, 2022. Like, if the next X Men movie comes in 2025, you'd be a hundred, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, at a, at a certain point, like the Holocaust was a hundred plus years ago, so it doesn't make sense that he came from the Holocaust. And then not only that, like, it's with the Punisher, like you updating his, the war that he was in. Yeah, so it's not even that he came from the Holocaust when he was a, he was he was like 12 years old. 
Yeah. When so he remembers that's why he is so anti like mutant and stuff like that because yeah. he remembers what the Holocaust was. They married the so race for, aspect to the mutant aspect. Yeah. So for him to be that old, he'd be like 120 or whatever. Yeah. So like it wouldn't make sense in that context for him to be. <laughs> but Michael magnets, <laughs> magnets slow down your age. You didn't. Know so that? yeah. So unless they say something <laughs> like he can he can also not age unless they change it because you have to change his power set and that's in that aspect. Yeah. So unless you're trying to change his power set and say he can also he, he's like Wolverine where he can slow his aging it would make more sense because it's like what other what other race or or it doesn't even have to be black it could also be Native American where it's like my parents like I know about the genocide of like of, of mm. I, I was gonna say that probably doesn't even fit as much because the genocide you just, you just have to marry it to some kind of racial inequality or like upheaval in our in our history so I, if, if it was black, I would say like civil rights times. Yeah, I was going to say, so he grew up during Jim Crow. Yeah. and Or he was a kid during the Jim Crow era. And segregation, all that shit. Yeah, segregate. Or like he, he his parents ended up getting lynched. Yeah. And so you, you could end up still having the same character based on that. Yeah. Like he saw his parents get lynched. And, and also when like... If you don't know the history, like when they lynch people, they don't just they didn't just hang black people, but they cut off their limbs, cut off their nose, they would cut off their genitals and then burn them while they were still alive. It wasn't just they hung you and that was it. It was like all so it's like you have them see have them see that. That just got real dark. But you Dude, have, I'm sitting there like, man, this is a hobby podcast a second ago. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like you have him see that and that's why he hates humanity so much. And like yeah, you see the evil of humanity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, and I like that concept. I think it could work. Um, and the last email comes from Snake Bob. <laughs> That's an awesome name. <laughs> but just don't make him a black woman because Jordan Beale said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would. If you made Eric a woman, yes. That's too far. You can't have Eric without Eric. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> we talk about James Bond. <laughs> All right, uh, last email comes from Robin Boy Wonder. First off, love the podcast. It gives me something to listen to while I'm driving or doing homework. I have a question for you guys. Growing up, I was brought up with the Cartoon Network. Wait, what? Oh, Did no. you read that yeah, one? Yeah, no. I guess he sent it twice. Okay, so that was our last email. All right, so let's get into News of the Week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. <laughs> they just don't want their characters, quote-unquote. I could call you a nigga, Jordan. You better not. If he says that shit to you, you his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want hand-me-down. I don't want any gay things. I don't want It's all straight and white. What's going down? <laughs> Michael News. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> news. <laughs> Give this? me news. Is this a, is this a show? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, trailer literally came out today, right before we started recording. Uh, the King's Man, not King's Men, but the King's Man. It's the King's Man. It's a prequel set in World War One for the Kingsman series, which I'm just like. Why is this, why is this thing? But yeah, yeah. why is this the thing? <laughs> but yeah, King's Man. Throughout time, our people robbed, lied, and killed. Until one day, we found ourselves noblemen. But that nobility never came from chivalry. It came from being tough and ruthless. Real power 
is not found running off the wall. Real power lies in understanding who it is you're truly fighting. How they can be defeated. What did you think of the man who's going to be friends with the king? Who, who is that? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him before. I don't know who that is. I don't care. <laughs> um, well, apparently you didn't like the teaser, but I actually, I liked it. And I, I fully expected not to like it. I was like, oh my God, another fucking Kingsman. Like after two, I'm, I'm done. Like it, that one burnt me out in the Kingsman franchise. But kind of intrigued by this. I don't, is it by Guy Ritchie? Uh, he was the one that directed the first two. He right? directed the first two, but this is a prequel, so I don't think so. Maybe not. Hmm. Really depends on like, cause it's not gonna be like martial arts action, right? It, can it be? I mean, it could. I mean, that's part of the Kingsman franchise. Yeah, so they like, might go back to it. Maybe. But I don't know. I was digging it. The imagery of the World War that was going on. The, you know, it could be terrible, but at least first impression, it looked interesting. And they're going back to when I thought the Kingsman franchise was most interesting. When there was still like a table of Kingsman. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm confused. Is that the like the last scene of the movie, or if he's the first Kingsman, how is there already a council? Well, he might. I don't. He might not. Be, I don't think he's the first because who's the guy that trained him then and introduced him to the Kingsman? Then why is it called the Kingsman? Because he's the man of the king. I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the whole point. I thought the whole point was it was going to be the first Kingsman. Because then that would make sense. Because if he's the first... I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. So why don't you like it? You're not, you're not a fan of the teaser? It's not, that I, it's not that I dislike it. It's just like, I'm much like a prequel. Like, really? Like, finish the first series first before you try to do... It is finished. <laughs> no, because they already said they're going to do a part three with Taron Egerton. So Why, like, though? Do that first, then give me a prequel series. Do you want a like, third Finish Kingsman? the main franchise, then do... It's not about what I want. It's about what you're giving me. If you're giving it to me, do that first and then do a prequel. Well, I'm asking, would you, you prefer the third movie? Only, <laughs> only because I'm just like... I'm a fan of Taron Egerton. But based on what they do, you what, what I, Kingsman Two. I was just, I was just remember, I, remember the fingers and the pussy. Let me finish. <laughs> I was just like, but based on what I got in the gold golden circle, I'm just like, eh. amnesia bullshit, reconstructing brains. The whole plot was about selling a a new weed replacement. Like, come on, it's so it, stupid. It was, it was stupid. It was so stupid. Like, yeah, take me as far away from but that time again, period as possible. Like, this could be stupid too. <laughs> it could be, but at least it's not set in the same like time period. So you, you got you can distance yourself from all that wacky shit. Because the first Kingsman, yeah, the ending was kind of wacky, but like it it felt pretty grounded for the most part. Yeah, until you got to the scene where he was fucking possessed with uh, Leonard Skinner playing. Oh, and we kill all the people in the church. In the church, yeah, yeah. That's when it started getting wacky. <laughs> Even the end was wacky with like the the fireworks come on people's heads when their heads exploded and shit. Uh-huh. That was wacky. The the girl with the freaking knife or or sword feet. That was wacky, but it was like wacky in a not a stupid way, just a, in a stylistic way. It was yeah, stylistic. But yeah. This, the second movie was just stupid. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> whatever drugs you were taking to do the first movie, take less. <laughs> or I mean, the second movie, take take less. Go back to the. Kingsman one level, of but drugs. it's like, but I'm just like, I get the Kingsman movies made money, but 
Are they that much in the cultural zeitgeist that you got to do a prequel and on top of that you're doing another spinoff with the the, the the Statesman, which nobody gave a fuck about that. Not really. And then you're also doing a third movie, so it's like three sets of kings. It's like why are you why are you uh, BVSing with this with like oh we're gonna do a we're gonna do a Harley Quinn movie, we're gonna yeah. do a Birds of Prey movie, and we're gonna do a Joker and Joker and Harley Quinn movie. It's yeah. like, there's not much, that much of the franchise that I like, especially since this started out as a 007 parody. You know, I mean, it was like a parody of those spy movies and stuff. Yeah. So to keep making them, it's like now you're just parodying yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we already talked about the trailer. Uh, so the next thing, uh, talking about bloop, 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 bloop. So <laughs> don't mock me. <laughs> so the the clock the clock is ticking, the money is ticking, and the box office is ringing. Avengers Endgame is now seven million dollars away from passing Avatar. It just keeps it's so I'm, close. But part of me is like, who's still seeing this movie in theaters? It's about to come out on digital. Like, when's it come out? Next week or something? I think like next week. Does it leave theaters next week too? I don't know. Because I was gonna, my next question was going to be, how much longer does it will take to pass that, and can it do it? I don't, I don't know. I feel like if it had two more weeks or three more weeks, it'll do it. I mean, it depends. Like, say it's. Making like a, every week it's a million dollars because I think wasn't last week it was at eight. Now this week it's at seven. No, I think it was more than that last week. I don't remember. I think but, it was like twenty or thirty or something. No, it was it? it was definitely not that high. Twenty or thirty like, away from the 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 record. No, I think it was either. I think it was like eight million. Eight. It was between. It was between eight to ten. Oh wow, okay. But it wasn't that high. Oh, okay. But I think it was eight. I think eight sounds more accurate. But as going back to what I was saying, like I feel like if it's making like a million a week, then it would take another seven weeks. I mean, or it but would, is that domestic? Or are we counting was, worldwide? That's worldwide. But I'm saying if it's making a million a week worldwide, then it would take. It's got to be making more than a million a week more worldwide. But I'm that's what I was saying. That, that that's what I was trying to remember. What it made last week? Because I think it was eight million. It was eight million away. Really? I mean, I can't even. I don't know. It could have been eight or nine, but it definitely wasn't like twenty. I know that. See, for I thought. A fact. It, I don't know. I thought so, it was. but so that, but that goes to my. But like, so if it was like eight or nine, then that basically saying it's making like a million dollars. It made like a million this week. Mm. Then if that's the trend that it's taking, like it's, right now, it's making a million a week. Then it'll take another seven weeks, and I doubt it's going to be in theaters another seven weeks. They better just leave it in there. <laughs> just leave it sitting, man. Just come on. We're so close. We, like, I'm fucking making money on this. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we're like, so are close. You get caught part of this cut. <laughs> but it's like, at the end of the day, Disney still wins because Avatar is now owned by Disney. So, either way, it's like, why does Dis- Disney even need to push this hard? Because both of their franchises are the top two domestic, top two worldwide box office. Granted, one they bought, but it's still theirs. Uh, but also with that, something that's, that might not be theirs anymore. So this is coming from slash film. Who's pretty accurate with a lot of their stuff, just like variety and Hollywood reporter and stuff like that. But, and this would totally be like Sony to do this bullshit, but apparently according to the Sony Marvel contract, Jordan's not listening to me. He's on his phone. I am. Sony's a dash. I should take my charger back. <laughs> 
But according to a stipulation in the Sony Marvel contract, and I mean, at this point, I feel like it's going to, but who knows? I don't know. Lion King may suck up that box office. But they're saying if this Spider-Man movie does not make a billion dollars minimum, Sony is going to take the Spider-Man franchise back from the MCU and do their own Spider-Man movies again. Wait, how much? A billion. Was that a stipulation for Homecoming too? No, this one. Why? For the second one. Because it's like, motherfuckers, you better fucking make do when you're promised that we're going to make all this money using the Marvel brand. Yeah. But it's definitely going to make a billion. That's why I say, as of right now, the trajectory is it's going to make a billion. But we don't know Lion King might eat that up. Why would they be so stupid to get to like nine hundred and fifty million, which is I think more than anything they've done with just their solo no, Spider-Man? Because the, the other Spider, like I think Spider-Man three made like a billion. It did. I think it so. It crossed a billion. I think so. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, look that up. I'm not sure. I, I actually would be curious to know what the other Spider-Man movies have made before this to see like is the MCU actually you know, producing results in the box office for them. It should, because just word of mouth is more positive than any other Spider-Man movies in a long time. Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, and Amazing Spider-Man 2 did worse. Oh, no, I'm wrong. What did it make? Spider-Man 3 made 890. 890? Yeah. Did you have all of them there? Uh, Spider-Man 1 made 821. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man 2 made 783. Wow, Spider-Man, Wait, 2, Spider-Man made, 2 made less? That's crazy. It's, okay. it's easily the best in that fucking trilogy. It is. And then uh, Spider-Man 3 made uh, 890. What about Amazing Spider-Man? Uh, Amazing Spider-Man made 757. And the second one? Uh, made 709. Oh, so it went down. Venom, so they've always gone down. And Venom made 855. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> That's crazy. Venom made more than fucking Spider-Man 2. But, um, but yeah, so I, I feel like they've always gone down. So this is the first time it's gone up for the, se- the second movie. Right? Because didn't Homecoming do less? Homecoming made by 800. And it's already at what? 800 something? No, no, no. Right now it's at 700. Oh, Far From Home is. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's only been out for a week, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's doing great. Yes, uh, Homecoming made, Homecoming made eight eight eighty. Okay, yeah. What the, f- what how what what kind of weird stipulation is that? Like, you better make us more money than we've ever made. <laughs> it's like what you already, you already got those results in Homecoming. Well, you can say, well, technically, uh, Spider-Man three made eight ninety, so you made ten million dollars less <laughs> than Spider-Man three. Which I mean, it's a studio. Studios are greedy. That's one of their down, like to the point that that's why like. They keep trying to push for like Venom to be in the Spider-Man universe. That's why they're trying to do all these other Spider-Man properties like a Black Cat movie or stupid. a Silver Sable or there was talks of a fucking Aunt May movie. Can you imagine Sony the- being so stupid that they would pull the plug on this version of Spider-Man? Because isn't it a thing where if they don't use this Spider-Man, no one can? Like every iteration of the Spider-Man, Vulture, Mysterio, like no one can touch it. That's what I heard. Yeah. That's crazy. Like why would they do that? I don't want to make more money. <laughs> like, I'm taking my toys home. Oh, yeah, studios, studios get greedy. It's, it's stupid. And then it's like, the thing I don't understand, and it's like, yeah, I get you. Like, it's a studio. They want to make their own thing. But it's like, you got the easiest job. All you really have to do is finance the movie and let Marvel do what they do. And you collect, they're collecting all, like Marvel's not getting any money from these Spider-Man movies. 
they're just making money well, no, off of the I'm not, um, not not that they're not getting any money. They're getting merchandising. Yeah, the merchandise. But in terms of the movies themselves, they're not getting a, a dime. Sony is collecting everything. So it's like And they're holding your hand to make these movies. Yeah, it's like you're so getting, it's like, you're, getting oh. you're getting free money. So it's yeah. like why do you why do you have to try to do uh Craven the Hunter movie, which now kills Craven the Hunter for the Spider-Man movies. You did a Venom movie, which now oh, kills. Oh, that's right. So the Craven's not even an option, right? Well, that's if they do the, that's if they do a Craven the Hunter movie. There was there was talks of them doing a Craven the. Is Hunter it like movie. a race? Like if if they announce the movie before Marvel makes the movie, then Marvel can't use it, or like how does that work? But it's like I mean, you think about Venom. Like you're not going to see Venom in the MCU. Yeah, which sucks does <laughs> but it's like why even try to do that because it's like spider-man granted he's in the mcu but he still has the sony logo yeah you're making all the money from it why try why try to kill you granted it's, like i said it's the mcu but it's still your franchise sit down be humble what were the odds of sony going bankrupt again so we can get like a fox deal <laughs> Nah, I feel like antitrust would kick in about that point. Like yeah. two, two studios. Disney's like the Anti- mind flayer. Anti- <laughs> antitrust should have kicked in for the Foxdale, but... Nah, Disney's like the mind flayer. It's like absorbing all these companies into its body. <laughs> it's like a massive mound of flesh. And it's like... Especially considering like Sony's, Sony's tried their hand in these other properties, Men in Black, and they failed. So... Leave the one franchise that you do have that's making money alone. Because we've already... Granted, people can make the argument, well, all the other... Like, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 made money, so clearly... And then Amazing Spider-Man, so clearly there's a precedent that Sony could do Spider-Man movies. It's like, yeah, but Amazing Spider-Man 3 was garbage. I mean... Yeah, I'm like, that would never happen. Spider-Man 3 was garbage. And Amazing Spider-Man 2 was garbage. Yeah, both yeah, of but, them are arguably yeah, garbage. Yeah, but Into the Spider-Verse is your favorite Spider-Man movie, and that's a Sony movie. Yeah, but it's animated. <laughs> yeah, expand that universe if you're going to expand shit. Like, what yeah, the fuck? exactly. <laughs> Get out of live action. It's not your friend. But yeah, but so we'll see. Hopefully it makes... So if you haven't seen Spider-Man, go see it so it can make a billion dollars. <laughs> Otherwise, Sony's going to take his toys back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing with you no more. Speaking of uh, people not playing with us anymore, so uh, the people that are doing the live action version of Mortal Kombat this time around, they're like, you know what, guys, we're not we're not playing anymore. We're actually going to do our actual rated R Mortal Kombat movie that's going to feature the fatalities. Oh yeah, that's why I've been missing gory ass finishing moves. Exactly, that's what I want <laughs> for my Mortal Kombat movies. All right, cool. So I'm excited. But for honestly, for something like a Mortal Kombat, because of how intricate the lore in the world is, I'd rather it be a television series than a movie. I also agree. Like a Netflix series? Yeah. I agree with that. Or like an HBO. There's so many characters. There's so many characters. There's so many different worlds that you can go to. Yeah. And then the Elder Gods and all that other stuff. It's like, that's too much to do in a two hour or hour and a half movie. And then the Mortal Kombat, like, I would want to see that played out mm. long form. Like, every episode is maybe a different combat. If you do another Sonya movie... Sonya versus whatever. Yeah, but if you do another movie, it's basically got to be the same setup as the first movie, where it's, like, just a tournament. That way you can get, see all the characters, and you just follow, like, one or two main characters. And everybody else is, like, a cameo. Yeah. But I want to see, like, them explore Earth Realm and Johnny Cage maybe has to go 
deal with his his life as an actor and at the same time as his life as a champion of 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 Elseworld or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's like you won't really get that in a movie. It's yeah, just uh tournament <laughs> end of the tournament. Yeah. Movie's over. You get like an establishing scene like this is where he comes from and here's the letter for the tournament and now he's in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. But uh speaking of things, something else that I want Hopefully this actually goes somewhere because usually these petitions don't do shit, but sometimes they do. Do they? <laughs> Sense, it brought Sense8 back. Uh, oh, yeah, for the movie or whatever? Luc- Lucifer came back for Netflix. Because of the petitions? Yeah. Oh, okay. So what's this petition? I mean, or the fan outcry, whatever. Okay, so what's this petition? To revive... Gotta go! The, the ending of our podcast. Static, Static Shock. And Batman Beyond. Fuck yeah. Okay, I can sign that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Co-sign, motherfucker. So sign those petitions. Yeah, where are you bringing back so much shit? How do you not bring back two of the best animated so, shows? It says, Batman Beyond ran from January 10th, 1999 and ended its run on December 18th, 2001. Oh, so the show old. ran for three seasons. Yes, you are. <laughs> and one TV movie. The show takes place in the DCAU along with Static Shock. Static Shock ran for four seasons and 52 episodes. Both shows have loose ends when they got canceled. Yes, they did. Batman Beyond did mm. a... Well, more so static than yeah, Batman Yeah, I was like, Beyond. I feel like Batman Beyond, at least at the epilogue and shit later. Batman Beyond did a did a did did get a conclusion in Justice League Unlimited oh, series. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but I don't think it's enough for fans to have closure. Also, with shows like Young Justice getting another season, I think the same could be done for Batman Beyond and Static Shock. Yeah, DC Universe this app. Is why, this is why I made this petition. I was just like a fan. Yeah. Like, DC Universe app. Not, that's what the... Uh, why wasn't that are. your pitch? Like, bring back all the old shows, all the DC classics. Like, why wouldn't you? That would get people to fucking buy your app. The people behind the DC universe is like even something like right. They're all granted, cool granted, 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 granted. <laughs> oh, so high. <laughs> granted, I'm gonna preface this saying I don't want this, but why isn't a show like Alfred or Pennyworth going to the DC universe? Because trash. <laughs> so is a lot of stuff. But it's like you're trying to get people endeared to to joining your app, but you don't have anything. It's like Young Justice, like I believe Doom Patrol ended. That's why Young Justice is back. It's like you got one show on at a time. Yeah. That's not enough to make me want to pay, what was it, eleven ninety nine or whatever mm-hmm. fuck it was, a month for a franchise when I could just, yar har fiddly d watch Young Justice totally free. Yeah. And it's a clear exploitation of like, we know that if we do this weekly, you can't cancel. You have to, you have to keep your subscription oh, every week. Fire stick. <laughs> Guys, get an Amazon fire stick. I'm not fucking breaking the law. <laughs> Only villains do that, Michael. <laughs> well, then, mwah. <laughs> Michael Stain. <laughs> I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. They weren't kidding when they called me well a witch. <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, magic, because Ursula has magic, uh, Zachary Levi has come out and said, and this is trash, but Zachary Levi is basically coming out and confirming. Shazam is confirmed. Shazam 2, coming out 2020. Well, not that, but yeah. But Shazam uh-huh. 2, yeah. But Zachary Levi is basically coming out and confirming that Black Adam is not going no. to be no. in no. Shazam no. 2. No. <laughs> what? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Was it the Caterpillar? Is that going to be the villain? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> what are you doing? Is Rock too busy with the Hobbs and Shaw? Like well, he can say, I can say that as far as I know, Black Adam is not going to be in the second Shazam movie what? because the idea is that they want to go and do a standalone Black Adam movie first, and then it would be, and then it would kind of be if we do a third Shazam and a second Black Adam, kind of parallel like that, and that's where we would meet because he's like the ultimate bad guy for Captain Marvel. Shazam. Okay. Like Shazam and Black Adam, they're doppelgangers, right? The evil twin to who I am. So that's going to be like the final battle. What? So in Shazam 3. So Shazam 3. I mean, I kind of see where he's coming from. But then at the same time, though, if they're trying to push this Black Adam getting his own solo movie, though, is he going to really be a villain? Like, why are they fighting? Yeah, it's weird. This feels so much like Scorpion King to me. Like, <laughs> where they introduce him as a villain, but then he's like a weird spinoff, like as a hero, kind of. It's like, what? Are you a bad guy or are you a good guy? It kind of muddles your villainy in the, the main franchise now. Because, like, now, for the most part, now nowadays in the comics, they're trying to make him like an anti-hero type yeah. thing. But it's like, no, he's a villain. That was and the whole point. I feel like they, they had the whole, whole point of his story. Because I feel like if he was an anti-hero, then you have no need for Shazam. Yeah. Because that's the reason the wizard gave Billy the powers. Because oh, I get, I trusted this one guy. He just completely fucked up and and went overboard and kill everybody. Evil. Yeah, went evil with my with the power that I entrusted him. But like they set it up so completely in that first Shazam movie. There was like a whole scene where there was like that missing seat. Or was that? Well, that was a post. That was a deleted. That was deleted. Yeah. Is that why they deleted it? Because like we can't have this setup. But we without even that scene though, when they were sitting down, they did have the scene of them sitting down though in the movie. Mm-hmm. There was still an empty seat. I saw it. I was like, oh, Black Adams is there. <laughs> but like, no, we're just gonna ignore that. You're gonna just pretend. Until Shazam three. <sighs> this is my seat. The caterpillar. Is that the villain? I mean, I, they haven't said who the villain is, but they introduced the Caterpillar. But I don't know anything about Shazam villains, but like he's a villain in the comics, right? He is a villain in the comics, yeah. What does he do, mind control? What's his, what's his deal? I don't know. Oh, okay, well, he's a right. magic Caterpillar. A magic Caterpillar. <laughs> boy, can't wait for that Shazam sequel. Oh, boy. Is it going to be... Um, can't wait to climb in your ear. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... What's his name again? Because it goes in his ear? Maybe. Cause, so it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, it's the same villain again. So just like my critique was strange, it's the same thing. <laughs> I don't want not Black Adam twice in a row. All right. <laughs> but something that won't be the same thing, because it's going to be completely different, which I don't like it. I don't like it. What? Hasbro oh, yeah. is rebooting again, which we already knew, the Power Rangers franchise, but the thing that we didn't know is we thought the same actors were coming back, and no, they are not coming back. Wait, we they, knew it was gonna be a reboot. I thought it was still speculated it was gonna be a sequel or not. Well, I thought, well, not reboot, yeah, sequel. I oh. thought, I mean, but I was, I was basically coming up the mindset that I knew they were gonna redo Power Rangers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so even Dacre Montgomery came out and said, "I think there is a Power Rangers movie in the works, but it's not with me <laughs> and the cast." So yes. Another Power Rangers movie will take place, but not with us. It's a damn shame, because I think the cast was strong. I think they're probably the best part of the movie. Yeah. And then also on top of that, like, no, the Power Rangers movie didn't make that much money. But the people that did see it, and even the critics, enjoyed what we did get. Yeah. They, so, they, they arguably nailed the harder part of, part of Power Rangers, which is making you care about the, the, the human element. Mm-hmm. 
And so if you take that same premise and those same characters, because you already, now you don't have to worry about building and establishing the world. Nope. Now you can just run with the world that you already established. So you take that, you take the characters that we've already and you know enjoyed and endeared ourselves and that we know, and the fact that people like that first movie, and then you just uh, better bolster your marketing, and then you have the potential to make more money with part two. Well, I think the thing that hurt it too was fans, like fans couldn't universally get on board just because of the way it looked. Like... So I was hoping that they were going to do it with the same actors. They would do a soft reboot and at least change the designs of the Zords and the suits to be more in line with like classic Power Rangers. That was a big issue. People saw those like posters and shit and was like, this is not my childhood. I don't want to see this. And like, that's, what, that's what you need. You need those 90s kids to go, I remember that, and then go into the movie theater. But if you change it too much, like what they did, they well, tried to make well, it I don't too... want them to look like the spandex. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not that much like it. But you know, you, know, like, you, know, you know what I mean. Like Ninja Turtles, where it's like, you can go extreme and make them like bulky monsters. Oh, no, like, yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, but you can just, you can find a middle ground. You can make it realistic, but at the same time, keep the earmarks of what those designs look like. What made people like. Or even like Alpha. Granted, I ended up liking Alpha in the I end. I like the Alpha. When I first, but when I first saw the like the picture, I was oh, like, no. "What the fuck?" It, it's all too busy. It all looked too alien, foreign. But like, if you just keep like the classic, not you know what I mean, like the an updated version of the classic design, kind of like what the MCU does. Like, it keeps its costumes very traditional and in line with the comics, but they update it for modern day. And it could have been the same thing, Power Rangers. And I think that would have got more butts in seats. I, I'm looking forward to this, the reboot, regardless, because I'm obviously a huge Power Ranger fan. But I just wish. They would have kept the element that we know works. Like, we knew that the, the actors were game. We knew that. And I think if you just kept that, I don't know. But now, just, but it also, it doesn't make me that excited for this new iteration because I'm just like, well, now what are you going to do that differently? Now you're rolling the dice again. Yeah, to like, what, what's going to be so different about this new iteration that you think is going to get money or I'm get butts and seats? What they do is what, again, what the MCU does, and you pull from the comics. Because there are Power Ranger comics, yeah, and they're very popular, and they're they're universally basically loved by fans. So pull the Draken storyline, the evil Tommy, Tommy in an alternate universe, and what that's really big right now. Ultra yeah, but universes. I also feel like that only works in the comics because it's based in TV show. So it's like you know this world already. Whereas opposed to if they just did a they just did a movie about an evil Draken, it's like I don't think that'll work. I think you could cold open on it. I think you can do callbacks to the original show. Like, obviously recast the parts, but open it like the the first Power Rangers movie did. <clears throat> you know what Power Rangers is, right? If you don't, here's a one-minute synopsis, either through text or through, like, action with the narration. But, you know, just quickly set it up. Power Rangers is already a thing. The team's already established. And now here's an evil ranger from Alter Dimension. I think it could work. Just do it like again, like the MCU does it. You just set up people that don't know about Power Rangers, but don't kind of do the Incredible Hulk, where it's like you allude to the original, the first movie as if it happened. That was this fly flying around my face, <laughs> but you don't necessarily have to retread that origin story. You get what I'm saying? Like what Incredible Hulk did. Like is that is the first Hulk, first, the Ang Lee Hulk canon kinda a little bit. Ang Lee. Yeah, the Ang Lee Hulk. No, not for the MCU. Kinda. Remember how the, how uh, Incredible Hulk started in the credits? Where it showed him transforming like for the first time into the Bruce Banner, and then it opens with him in South America or whatever, like how the Ang Lee's Hulk ended? 
Like, it's not like a direct continuation, but it's definitely like kind of alluding to like, yeah, it's kind of canon. It might have happened, might not have happened in the same exact way, but you know the story, so we're just going to just zoom past it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because you look at me like I'm crazy, so I'm like, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, uh, speaking of... I think audiences are smart. Like, you don't have to recap the whole origins. If you're a Power Rangers fan, you're going to go see the movie. If it looks like Power Rangers. Yeah, but at the same time, if you want the movie to make money, you need to get the non-Power Rangers fans. And I think you could do it. If you just get the Power Rangers fans, then it's not going to make money. And that's why I feel like, what I mentioned before, it's like, well, you already had the first franchise that people liked. Now you got the fans of that movie that can help push. And then as you do better with the marketing, can help push this second iteration. It's like, no, the first one was actually pretty good. And then you got people like us talking on a podcast like, no, if you didn't see the first one, go see the first one and check out the second one. Like, yeah. so, But now it's just like, yeah, it's a, yeah, I don't know what this new one, a, I don't know what this new one is. We have but no idea. Yeah. Like, it could be terrible for all we know. Yeah, you're so right. So it's like, you're now right. you don't really have any type of, uh, what's the word I'm trying to, I don't know, but it's not the word, but I'm going to throw some, you don't have any gasoline to add to this fire that's already lit. Now yeah. it's just like, now there's no fire, now you're trying to make a fire. You don't have a leg to stand that's on. That's not the analogy I was going to use, but it works. Yeah, you don't have a leg to stand on. Like, I could, I could be like, well, I don't know if the movie's going to be any good, but I do know from the last movie those actors were great. But now it's like, who are, but, and we don't even know what the casting is. Like maybe the casting, the first trailer might look amazing. Like who knows? It just depends on how it looks. But yeah, that's all. Yeah, uh, talking about reboot, something else that's getting a reboot. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> Have you ever seen, no, I'm probably asking the wrong person. Why am I even asking you this? But I'm going to ask you anyway, because I'd be surprised. Have you ever seen the movie with the babies? The movie with, with the Bru- babies. With Bruce Willis, not Rugrats. <laughs> I'm like, what? Called Look Who's Talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. John Travolta and Christy Alley. Yeah. Wait, with Bruce Willis? Yeah, he was the voice of the baby. Bruce Willis was the voice of the baby? Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, he was the voice of Mikey. Yeah, okay, yeah, I saw Look Who's Talking now. Or, or I guess it's a, that's the sequel, right? That's the sequel. Yeah. Well, it's the- getting a reboot. Bro, we are past the age of talking babies, bro. Unless it's Rugrats. Are, are we, though? <laughs> like, that was back in the day before superheroes existed. We've got superheroes now. Remember, remember, Rug, remember they talked about Rugrats getting a live-action uh, interpretation and the babies are going to be CGI. That's weird. That's basically this movie. <laughs> That's weird. Why? Boss Baby, is that why we're getting this? It's super weird. Like, we are beyond the point of talking babies. Like, the thing that made that movie endearing and what made it so popular because it made a shit ton of money for the 80s and oh, the box really? office at least the first one did because Bruce Willis was a big star back then and people wanted to see Bruce Willis as a talking baby <laughs> so but if you funny. look at but if you look at like the other movies after that they it was a huge dip in terms of the box office and like a huge decline in box office receipts yeah because the like, novelty instantly wore off after that first movie because and then it, it spawned like a whole trend or fad of talking animals and baby movies that was a thing. Yeah. Air Bud. <laughs> Shit like that. But then the thing that kind of makes me go... What? Is they say it in the title. What? In the title. What, it's I'm not like, talking? Mm. Wait, so the title's not... I'm turning be- into Jordan at this. <laughs> for, this for this one particular, this oh, one particular thing. Babies makes you rage out. That's, that's your yeah, line. babies make me rage out. But... Wait, so the title's not Look Who's Talking? No, 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 not even that. Oh. The t- it says, John Travolta's comedy, Look Who's Talking, 
getting a big screen reboot with a diverse cast. What? Everybody's going to be black. <laughs> what does that mean? A diverse cast. So so now it's Everybody's going to be black. That's that's what it's going to be. It's going to be black like I mean, I don't know if it's black, but it's just just the fact that they say it's getting a reboot with a diverse cast. Okay. Mike, Michael, that's a selling point now. You didn't know that? Well, like, well, like, this is the pandering I'm talking like, about. It's like, first of all, who is looking for this movie? And then on top of that, like, just because you say it's going to be a diverse cast, that's supposed to get me interested. Like, yes. I don't want to see this bullshit. Yes, it is. That is supposed to get you interested because that's enough now. Like, and this is, do you understand now, like, a little bit why I get mad at the pandering? Like, because that's, that's what they think will sell it. They're, 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 they're looking at people like, but you like diversity, right? So you should like this movie, right? Well, no, it's, <laughs> but I mean, I, I compl- it was the same thing that I complained about before where, uh, remember they talked about during Beauty and the Beast and I talked about the news where it's like, oh, don't worry guys, representation because it's a big gay moment or gay scene <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast. The food. And it was just like, um, where was this big gay moment in Beauty and the Beast? What was the big gay moment? Him dancing with Him the Him dancing then? with another guy. Him dancing with the guy then. Fucking huge, <laughs> so huge. Like, Changed everything. Yeah, like I got a huge. I got the biggest erection during that moment. That's how. That's how gay it was. And it's like I, I don't hate the fact that you, were. I don't hate the fact that you're recasting or redoing. Look who's talking and making it an all Asian cast or whatever. But the fact that you're making an announcement that it has to be like, hey guys. It's going to be a diverse cast. Eee, go see the movie. It's like... Mm. This is the trend, man. It's a trend. What irks me, and when we get to James Bond... It's like, just say you're doing Look Who's Talking, and then when you see the trailer, it's like, oh, they're actually all Asian. It's like, oh... Nope. Gotta sell it. And they Hollywood thinks pandering sells. They think political correctness sells. And they there's there are brownie points to be won. Because like, there are going to be articles from like black Twitter that are like, oh my God, it's going to be a black... Uh, or an ethnic look who's talking like it will create news articles like and they know that that's that's the shit i don't like because i know it's pandering they're doing it just to, if i thought it was coming from a genuine place of i want to, we want to see more diversity in hollywood then i'd be like okay I, i'm okay with that but maybe i'm pessimistic because when i hear shit like that all i see is them going we want to market this to people and we think you'll buy it because if we say it's diverse the the, the ethnic people they'll they'll buy into this that's what they're doing it for. Just like with, oh, we're going to make a lesbian. Lesbians like it, right? We're making this person gay. Gays will come and watch now, right? We're going to make this person black. Now blacks will watch it, right? Like, that's what they're doing. It's it's condescending almost. That's how I feel. A little bit. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I think that's what, I, I, I had to think about it because I'm like, what irks me so much about this? I feel condescended to. Well... Let's keep the condescension going, shall we? Sweet. <laughs> Actually, before I do that, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this funny, this funny thing first before we get to something else. So, Jordan, you remember Toy Story 4, right? Yeah. We did a whole review about it. You like Toy Story 4, right? Yeah, loved it. Well, there's a group of people that didn't like Toy Story 4, and they're boycotting it. Okay. And... <laughs> To the point, boycotting it. Just don't see it. <laughs> what? You mean not seeing it? No, we're boycotting it. No, they are boycotting it. To the <laughs> point that they actually want it removed out of theaters because they say this is not suitable for children. What? And you want to know why? Oh, it's going to be stupid, isn't it? 
You want to know why? Why? They are boycotting Toy Story 4. Oh, man. Because of the lesbian scene. Lesbian scene? Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, th- I'm like, I'm like racking my brain right now trying to think about like what that could have been. Exactly. <laughs> lesbian scene. The big gay moment <laughs> in Toy Story 4. Wait, give me a second. Don't tell me. I'm going to see if I can guess. It's got to involve Bo, right? No. No, it's not Bo? No. Is it Gabby Gabby? No. What the fuck? <laughs> Who? Uh, Je- Jesse? She was barely in it. No. <laughs> Who the fuck was a lesbian? It was a, it was a, Jordan, how do you not notice the big gay lesbian scene in Toy Story 4? Remember <laughs> when Bonnie got dropped off for school? You saw a lesbian couple dropping their kid off too. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see that at all. <laughs> and if I did, who cares? Well, apparently, <laughs> the background. apparently, one million moms, the organization One Million Moms Care, because they're million boy- dumb bitches. Like, what? They're boycotting. Because lesbians exist in Toy Story 4. It wasn't even like that was a focal not, point of this. For, this is not kid friendly. How dare my kids be subjected to this bull, this homosexual crap. So so do it's these everywhere. women when they're walking down the street and they see a gay couple walking they call down the it street, one they call it one million moms, but it's not one it's not. It's like five moms. <laughs> probably yeah, it's like five. <laughs> five really fat uh, they look like barbecue Betty moms. That's the only type of person that would be mad at this. Cuz like again, when they're walking down the street and they see a gay couple in the world, do they shield their child's eyes like don't look at them oh they're holding hands and sitting against god like what are you what are you talking about but they say they acknowledge that yes the scene is subtle but they're ra- <laughs> but 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 wait wait yes, wait the scene is subtle but <laughs> their uh rationalization is for saying the scene is subtle in order to quote desensitize children but it is obvious that the children of two mothers and but it's obvious that the child, but the, that the child has two mothers and they are parenting together. So the fuck what? Desensitize the children. That exists. What are you no, gonna do in the real world? But you're not supposed to talk about it. You know how they say don't they talk. They didn't talk about it. You know, you know they didn't they say, talk about it. You know how they say don't talk about family dirt. They don't, didn't talk about it. They just, they they're just there. It was exactly so. It's, <laughs> so somebody had to talk about it in the the in the, the art room, the the animation room. It wasn't even a thing. Like it wasn't even like a, hey, my two moms. Like there wasn't even that. There was nothing. It just it was just there to desensitize children. I hate people. <laughs> like I just hate people. I'm like, I don't even remember that. I don't remember like, that either. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to be looking for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, who are you that something like that that is so in the background, you could see it, and then it can trigger you to the point that you want to rally other mothers to like to, to boycott it. Like, that's the type of person I don't understand. That will get so impassioned about the dumbest shit and then want to start like a movement over it. Like, what are you doing? Get fucked. You need to get fucked by somebody because you are obviously have way too much time oh, on your oh, hands. Oh, they have and more. you are too fucking. But wait. You are too high strung. But wait. There's more. Where is your fucking husband? <laughs> These blink and you'll miss it moments were, were included strictly to push an agenda. Blink agenda. And, you Toy Story, it? Wait, wait. There's more. <laughs> Toy Story 4 is the last place parents would expect their children to be confronted with content regarding sexual orientation. (laughs) Issues of this nature are being introduced too early and too soon. It is extremely common, yet 
unnecessary. Disney has decided once again to be politically correct versus providing family-friendly content. Uh-huh. Disney should stick to entertaining entertaining instead of pushing an agenda and exposing children to controversial topics. What is controversial about people that exist in the world? It doesn't make sense. Because my my five-year-old doesn't need to know that. You're going to turn on TV. There's going to be Disney stars or kid likes that are gay. Like, bro, it makes no sense. You You can't shield your child from reality. And it's not offensive that they exist. Like, I hate that. No, it's offensive. And here's the problem. Because when we get to James Bond... You you shouldn't show two kids kissing. I mean, not two. I said two kids. Two kids. Yeah, whoa. Whoa. No, you (laughs) shouldn't. (laughs) R. Kelly. Like, no. (laughs) SWAT team. (laughs) Get down. (laughs) You shouldn't show kids two people kissing. But they're not even kissing. They just dropped their kids off at daycare. Well, even that, they're they're ki- We know they kiss at like, home. There's, <laughs> I was thinking lesbian thoughts because I saw those two women. Because guess what, bitch, you're lesbian. <laughs> like, maybe you have some thoughts that you need to fucking figure out yourself. Because if you just saw two pe- women, they weren't even holding hands. They did, they self-describe this as a blink or your miss it moment. Yet you can still be outraged by it to the point where you want to boycott it. Where you think it should be taken out of theaters? I hate people who think. The reality should bend to them. It's the, it's the privilege. That, that, that's what slaps me when shit like this happens. It's like, how privileged do you, are you? Are you? And then you don't realize how privileged you sound when you're like, nah, because I don't want my kids. Like, you, you, first you gotta assume that Toy Story knows how old your kids are when they bring them to the theater. And then you gotta assume that... Well, it's made for kids, so you should have respect. <laughs> respect. <laughs> what, what is disrespectful about two... Lesbians existing, existing. Because <laughs> uh, they might exist in the real world, but I don't want it in my animation. Because for my kids, but it I, hurts me. I, as a parent, I shouldn't be forced to have to have topics about homosexuality when I'm not ready to. But it's dumb motherfuckers like this that irk me the most. Because whenever, and let's just get to the James Bond news. Because I'm, I'm not, I got more stuff to talk about. Oh my god, there's more. Oh, it's all race stuff. Not We're all gender and yeah, sex yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, That's why I God said it's gonna be a, it. it's gonna be an interesting episode. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> it's not with Toy Story specifically, but well, it's, this, it's this other, it's other the, it's other stuff. This segues into the James Bond thing. I just want to say that I, I just feel like when you say things, it, it creates this dichotomy where if I were to say, for example, I don't when they advertise, never mind how they marketed the the, the James Bond news, but. For example, a black woman being the new 007. If I say I don't like that, because of the dichotomy in our society, instead of just going, oh, well, okay, you have your own opinion, and for you, bending the character this far is too much, blah, 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 blah. But I get automatically lumped in with idiots like this, where it's like, oh, if you don't like it, then you must be on this side of the fence where you just don't want it to be shown at all, right? Just don't change the characters at all, right? Because you don't want things to be... You don't want to change the origins of the characters. But it's like... There's more nuance than that. There's more context like and, and opinion. Like the, the, there's more a bigger spectrum than just I want everything to be the same or I want everything to change. And I think we lose that gray area when idiots like this make a big case over nothing. Like what are you arguing for? Gay people exist. I don't want that to I don't want that to be a th- thing. I don't want gay people to be a reality. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be forced. I shouldn't be forced. Like I said, that's usually the argument. I shouldn't be forced as a parent to have to express to my kids what gay people are before I'm ready to tell them. 
Okay. <laughs> if a boy and a girl kissed and their kid was like, Mommy, what is that? Like, that's too much that's, too? That, no, that's fine. Stupid. <laughs> oh, and I just realized so before I uh, move on, backtrack. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Knocking over the mic, okay. Right, well, yeah, up? I didn't talk about the box office this weekend. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a problem. It wants me to suck it. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, so uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is still number one. Okay. It made $45 million this weekend. Toy Story 4 is number two. It made $20 million. Uh, and Crawl made number three, made $12 million this weekend. Oh, nice. Okay. And Stuber is number four, made $8 million this weekend. Yes, Stuber. <laughs> Stuber. And bringing out the top five was yesterday, made $6 million, bringing its dom- uh, total domestic total. Total domestic total what? Total domestic Ooh, box total office domestic uh, total <laughs> run to forty eight million. So yeah, crawl made uh it's number three, so that's pretty good. Deserved. It's 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 good. <laughs> Surprisingly. So yeah, but anyway, so moving on to the next thing. I'm purposely saving the bond news because okay. so again, more juicy stuff. So <sighs> this is the one. I'm I'm actually curious of what your reaction is gonna be because I'm honestly I don't know what my reaction is gonna be and I'll probably develop it. Based on my reaction? Well, no, I was going to say, I'll probably develop it as I'm talking through it. Okay. Because when I first saw the headline, I was just like, all right, whatever. But then I'm like, "Uh." (laughs) so again, talk about announcements and pandering. Mm. So, you know, Warner Brothers is doing a Birds of Prey movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what this news is. Oh, you do? I do. Now I got cat hair in my mouth from this fucking mic. I'm like cat hair. Oh my god! How do you get my cat hairs in your mouth from here? Because when the mic, I was talking, I was talking, and the mic fell, basically slapped my mouth (laughs) like a dick, but not. (laughs) So I'm like trying to swallow it. Oh my god! It's like stuck. (laughs) It's like stuck in the back of my throat, and I feel it as I'm talking. Oh, out of context, this is a weird conversation. Yeah, that's what he's. That's what he said. But speaking of more, that's what he said. Yeah, it's very so, appropriate for this yeah, conversation. Uh, it's very appropriate for this conversation. So yeah, Birds of Prey movie is coming. Somebody else is coming. But, uh, In your face. And they talked about uh, the villain for Birds of Prey being Black Mask. Yep. Well, they are saying that for this movie, Black Mask is going to be gay in the Birds of Prey movie. I heard flamboyantly gay. Like, uh, notably gay. Like, not just gay, but, like, flamboyant gay. It doesn't say that in this article. It just says, Black Mask will reportedly be portrayed as a homosexual. Though his sexuality is never explicitly stated in the... Com- no, not in the comments, but in the movie. Though his sexuality is never explicitly stated, multiple sources have told We Got This Covered that the sexual tension between him and fellow villain Victor Zaz will be palpable, and the way he acts in general makes it pretty clear that he's gay. So I guess that's that. The flamboyantness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jordan, um, as the gay guy on the podcast. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> uh, why? Like, I, I know our, this is why I'm saying like, it all comes down to context. And it varies from character to character. There's no, there's no like one rule across the board for for what changes. Not just me, but a person will accept and what they won't. Yeah, like as far as as far as I know, I don't think they talk about like Black Mask. I don't think has a backstory. No, or, they don't talk about his like who he like who he sleeps with or anything like that. Nope. 
So it's not part of his character. It's not part of his character. Yeah. So it's it's up to be changed because we've talked about unless it changes the core characteristic of the character, any change is basically okay. But then at the same time, it's like you are changing a core part because you're saying now we're gonna make him flamboyantly like we're gonna make him obviously gay. Yes. It's like, but that's you're changing his menace. Yeah, you're changing his mannerisms and yeah how he acts. That's different than saying well. It's going to be like, it's one thing if you say the Joker is like, because he's, he's that flamboyant. Makes sense. Yeah, he's flamboyant. As I already think Joker's <laughs> gay. Like, he's gay for Batman. <laughs> I don't think he will fuck a man, but he would fuck Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like the Joker is more asexual, but when it comes to Batman, it's like, no, he loves Batman. Yeah, in a really weird way. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Not, not even Bruce Wayne, but Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like he put, he put the mask back on. <laughs> it's kind of almost like the black cat and uh, Felicia, the, the Felicia Hardy and uh, Peter Parker thing, where she didn't love, she loved Spider Man, but once she re- once it was revealed, or once Peter Parker revealed who he was, she was just like, oh, you're just, you're just, you're just a guy. Like put the mask back on. Yeah, it's kinky sex. Yeah, but I mean, I don't see the like why what's. I have no investment in Black Mask. I don't even have investment in this movie. Gotham Sirens or whatever the fuck it's no, called. No, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, I'm sorry. Whatever Gotham it is. Sirens is something else. Whatever. Birds of Prey. I have... I just don't... I don't see the point other than we want to pander. Because why do it? I mean... And, and, it just, and this opens the door to just this question in general. And like that's why I was asking you off podcast, what's your line? Because it seems like more often than not... Like, if it's any minority representation, whatever that minority is, if it's something replacing something that's less of a minority with a min- something that's more of a minority, you seem to always be fine with it. But, like, I have lines. Like, Black Ariel, fine with. Because really, it's, it's, it's a skin color change. It's just a, a color swap. It doesn't change anything about her being a mermaid or whatever. It's still, she's still a mermaid. She's still coming from under the ocean. It's like, all it is is a, like, aesthetic switch. But it's still the same. It could still be the same character at the heart of it. But, like... This change? Well, no, you say, but you say no, because I complain all the time about Mr. Terrific. What, being gay? Yeah. Because it's like you change that part of his. But you have more of an issue with it because he's a bitch. Like, yeah. (laughs) But like, if he was a cool. But But my whole point is like, if you make it, if you're changing that part of his character, which is a big part of Mr. Terrific's character, like, a big part of what made Mr. Terrific a superhero was the fact that his wife, basically, he he had Ray Palmer's storyline where he became a vigilante. Uh. And I guess that's maybe that's died. why they didn't want to redo, redo that, but yeah. that's not Ray Palmer's storyline in the comics. But so instead of I guess they they so they took his wife being murdered in a vigilante uh, raid or whatever, and then just said he's he's gay and he wants to be a vigilante just because. Like they didn't even kill his husband, which I thought was stupid because like why not just give him the same storyline? Yeah, like kill his husband, and who was useless in the show anyway? He was useless, and he ended they ended up leaving each other or whatever. But still, it's like. So you do that, you change his character to bring diversity to it, but then at the same time, it's like you don't a you don't really do anything with the fact that he's gay, but make him a bitch. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> how is Mister Fitting his ass kicked this week? <laughs> that's basically what every week was. But but if he wasn't a bitch, you'd be fine with it. You'd be like, yeah, all right, yeah, gay Mister Fitting, she was sweet, right? It's your only issue is how it was executed. Yeah. Not on paper. But I think that's ultimately what it can end up being with any property. It's like. There are some there are some changes where it's like you 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 talk about it and I don't mean you but I just say you you look at it and it's like oh well that's stupid I don't like that but then you watch it and you're like oh 
Yeah, it, it always depends on how it's written, how so, it's actually executed. So that's my that's point. So it's like it's, it always boils down to the execution. Yes. But there are some changes I just don't want. And I was giving you examples before of like the trans Peter Parker thing that was like a big Tumblr thing at one point. Even if they've written to the story for it to make sense, and in the next movie, he like Peter comes out as a trans. Like he's like, now I'm trans. I'm, I'm doing hormone therapy and I'm going to be a woman now. Like, I don't want that. But like... Could you say that, oh, but his sexuality is a big part of his character. Like, it could just go the other way now. Like, maybe you could make it work, but I don't want it to. I don't want that. Like, that's, that's a change I'm not okay with. Well, no, you, you, like, you can make it work, but at the same time, that's not, like, you talk about the line. Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't like that. That's not Peter Parker. Like, yeah, it's precedence for there to be a trans Peter Parker in, like, say, the Ultimate Universe. What if Mary Jane was you a had, boy? You had, uh... What the fuck? I'm drawing a blank. Peter Parker was in Jessica Drew's body or whatever the case. Oh, uh, the clone? So it's like the female clone of technically, technically it's not trans, but, it's, but it is in, in that aspect where it's like a boy in a girl's body. No, it was just a female clone. But she still had male Peter Parker's memories. Mind. Yeah, his memories and stuff. And yeah. she, was, she still, she, it was no, even though it was a girl, she still saw herself as a male. Yes. So that's why I was saying technically it's trans, but it's not. But mm. technically it is. So it's like, yeah, even though there's precedent for that, it's completely different than saying than a male Peter Parker all of a sudden saying, yeah, I want to be a woman. But keep in mind, this is also just one example. Like, go across the board. Gay Wolverine. Don't want it. You could do it. Don't want it. <laughs> like, if they were announced, like, oh, new Wolverine's going to be exactly comic accurate, but he's gay. Like, why? Like, what? what's the point of that? There's just some things I'm like, I just don't want that. Even with that, like, just like the gay wolf, Grant, I was, I was, I was arguing with you in the chat by like, well, there is a gay Wolverine, but at the end of the day, like a lot of what makes Wolverine who he is is his love interest or whatever that he has with like Yuriko or or uh, um, Jean or uh, uh, why can't I think of the other? So what if they just gender flipped them all? Everybody's gender flipped. I'm hungry. X Men, <laughs> the new X Men, every character is gender flipped. Now you can have all the same relationships, same exact ways in the comics, but now they're all just different sexes for some reason. I wouldn't be cool with that either. Like, I don't want that either. <laughs> like, there are just some bridges I can't cross. And I can't put my finger on it as a general rule of what I do like and what I don't. But something, I'm just like, eh. Like, we just talked about Magneto being black. I'm okay with that because I, I, in my mind, it makes sense. Someone else would be like, No. Keep him the way he is. And I can't really refute that person. I can't be like, no, your opinion is wrong. And I, and I, and I think the general thing online is when somebody does bump against something like that, if a, if a person's like, no, I don't want a black Magneto, there are a section of people that would be like, you're racist. It's because it's you don't want them to be black. That's all. And like, that's, a, that's a thing. Yeah, but and then also, you, you got like, uh, I'm not racist. Well, also, I just don't you got to look, look at some There's a lot of people. But you can't make an assumption based from person to person. I can say that I think a, a big chunk of it might be influenced by, by you know, racial issues that they might not even be aware of. You know what I mean? They might have a bias that they're not even really aware of themselves. But I also can't person to person go, this is why you don't like it. You know what I mean? Like it's, I can't tell a person why they don't like something. I don't really know. It could just be, and the, the reasoning, the same reason they would use of, I just don't like that because I like these aspects of the character. I know those, those things changed. I find myself hitting that same wall when it comes to like black female 007. I'm like, 
Granted, the way it's explained when we get the news article about it being, you know, like a Batman Beyond situation where it's it's an older James Bond. But if it was what the headline I saw, where it was female, a black female James Bond, I was like, what the fuck? His name is James. <laughs> yeah, so go on. So let's let's add that because this is all part of the conversation. Yeah. So yeah, what Jordan is talking about for those of you that don't know is Lashana Lynch, who made her uh, fame from playing Maria Rambeau in the Captain Marvel movie. Probably the best actress in that movie. Yes. <laughs> she is now. Uh, it's announced that she's being introduced in the in uh, Bond twenty five because it even says introduced to Bond twenty five audiences yeah. as the new 007. Yes, and the internet is trying to create uh and it worked on me because i was enraged i was like fuck out of here with this pandering bullshit and so yeah there were there were there were clickbait uh, there titles. were a lot of art articles headlines clickbait articles that said lashana lynch is playing the new james bond yeah and it's like no she's playing 007 yes so and i'm more okay with that because at least there could be a story reason for it and it makes sense i could get behind that but if they were doing a thing where, and now she'll be the new 007 moving forward, I also don't want that. I, I don't want that far of a departure from what the James Bond series has been thus far either. I'm not even a James Bond fan like that. I've never seen a single James Bond movie. I've seen Casino Royale and part of Quantum of Solace. It's all right. <laughs> not a huge fan. But if you were just asking me, like, what did you want a black female James Bond or a black female 007? But, but either way, for the most part, most of, the, most of these movies don't connect to each other. Like once Daniel Craig's run as James Bond is done and they cast another yeah, James Bond. Yeah, it only Bond, works within its own like Yeah, so I highly cluster. doubt they would keep her as the next because it's like, no, that universe of James Bond movies are done. And now it's the new James Bond, whoever that is. Mm. See, I'll be, I'll be okay with that. I'd be cool with that. But if they were just going to do a thing where we've, and we've seen this trend on time and time again, like Ghostbusters, Men in Black, they want to call it the ex-women. Like, I could see them being like, no, 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 this is the new, the new 007 now. But it's like Ghostbusters is different though. Like they're called Ghostbusters, not like what? What do you mean? Like having the the, the male Ghostbusters versus the female Ghostbusters. I don't have a problem with female Ghostbusters in general, like as a, as a concept. But Grant, it was just the, granted. I heard the movie was trash. It was terrible. Didn't do, that didn't do it any favors. It was terrible. <laughs> and I was I was defending it at first, but I was like, oh, this is fucking terrible. But it's it's just a thing where I know the reason why they're doing it wasn't because because you didn't have to make it all women like you could have had three women and a man or something like that you know what I mean you didn't have to make it all women but they did it because well, I guess technically they did because they had Chris Hemsworth <laughs> he was like the villain he wasn't he was, he was like the dumb secretary that became the villain it was stupid but it's just a thing where why I see that as a, being done purely for the sake of we want to capitalize on this. This trend of PC-ness and females and gays. These are the two things we're pushing. And there's an agenda there. You're pushing that because it's like, I want, I want women empowerment. And I wouldn't have an issue with that if it wasn't nine times out of ten always done so heavy-handed. I was going to say agenda. That sounds like one male your moms. <laughs> oh, my God. There's an agenda. But see, that's why I hate when, when what I'm saying starts sounding like what they're, what they're saying on the other extreme. But I'm not saying that. But see, but people, there is a person, like we just said, there is a person listening right now that is going, oh, you hypocrite, Jordan. So you, you sound just like everybody doesn't want a, 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 a black Neo or whatever. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. But it's like, no, I'm not saying that. You got to recognize that there's, there's a, a spectrum of opinions. And my opinion is going to change based on how I feel about each character individually. It's not like a broad stroke. I don't want every character to be gender bent or sexuality bent. 
I don't want that either. I do want some characters to be the characters that I know of or I knew. Maybe I'm an old man for saying that, but like, if they if they were to be like Frank Castle, the Punisher is not gonna be a black guy. I'd be like, why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> I'm like, you already got that Blake. Well, not really. Not really. He's a vampire. Yeah, he's vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just some changes. It's like, why? And it's hard for when and when that line is so blurry. It's hard for me to be like, I don't know. It, it's hard because now it, it retroactively makes every change a why. But it's like some changes I'm just more okay with. But I guess it also, because I think I said this, no, I didn't say this to you, but you also have to take into account that more times than not, these franchises are going to continue well beyond when we're off this earth. For sure. And so when you, and then you think about a lot of these characters, a lot of these characters, like you think about the Marvel, the creation of the Marvel Universe the majority of these starting characters were created before even the Civil Rights and Voting Rights Act were signed. Yes, I understand the time period in which the characters were created. I get that. But at the same time, is that... Or even like Superman. Superman was was created in the 30s. So, and then they talk about, they talk about wanting to throw science into into the, the, it's scientifically, scientifically says uh, accurate that mermaids can't be black. Well, it should be scientifically accurate that Superman should be black. And that goes to another thing with The Rock, like The Rock saying, yeah, I think we will get a black Superman one day. Would that be an issue? A core essential element of Superman is him being an alien. Yeah but still looking enough like human that he can pass. I don't know. It's, it's a tricky thing because it's like the same argument I'm making can be used against me. I understand that. But at the same time, there has to be a line because I don't want every character to be completely changed either. Because you think about on a small scale, granted, we complain about this, but even think about how they updated the Peter Parker storyline and gave him like the best friend and Genki and Ned or whatever. But we've seen that story three times already. In live action, in the same medium. And my big thing is... But that's also kind of my point. Like, these characters are going to exist long before, long after we're off this earth, and they're going to continue to do Spider-Man, Thor, and all these other movies. So it's like... So if they announce... So if they announce a black female... In the world of Hollywood, they're going to be like, they're trying to think, well, what make, what, how can we make this different than what we already did? Keep him a guy. <laughs> it's James Bond. But here's my question. If the clickbait title was true... And it was a black woman being James Bond. Would you still be okay with it? I would have to see what they do with it, because because you even think about because think about the same argument because there's this argument that you had and I and I, I just thought about it that it's kind of almost the same thing, but you were pro it when Riri Williams was in the Iron Man comics and they kept the title as Iron Man. You said you liked that. I'm, you were like, I'm glad they didn't change the title. I'm glad they didn't make it Ironheart and they kept it Iron Man. What's different from what makes this different? Well, because James Bond isn't the code name. James Bond is his name. Well, you kind of make but it Iron Man. You could kind of say that James Bond is a code name as well because every if you say every every iteration of a James Bond is a different person. Yeah, reboots just different James Bonds. They're still James Bond. It's not a Peter Parker who's a woman and then she's like Penny Parker or something. So it should be Jamie Bond or some shit like that, which is like, just why. And I like the Iron Man, Ironheart thing, because I, I don't know if they even did it in the comic, but I, the, I, the concept of her not telling the world that she's a woman underneath the mask. But then you have like Iron Boo. I was going say, well, you got Iron Boo. Yeah, well, you got <laughs> Iron Boo. But it's like before that, before she just had like the big Iron Man suit. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she wants to, she doesn't want people to know she's a young girl. It's, it's kind of like the Spider-Man thing. 
but with Iron Man. And because it's a big, bulky, iron, like you know, robotic suit, you could pass as a man in that suit. Just like a stormtrooper doesn't have you know a female ar- boob armor, except for Captain Phasma. I was Captain Phasma. <laughs> <laughs> but the other stormtroopers, you know, if they're women, they, you can't tell. I think that's kind of the point. So as conceptually, I'm okay with that. But something like this, if it was a Jamie Bond and she's a black woman, to me it just smacks as pandering. And I, I, again, it goes back to what I feel like is too much and what's uh, too much pandering, what's not. And I feel like if they were to make a black woman to James Bond, to me that just smacks of, oh, you're just trying to pander to some audience you think you're going to reach by making this character a completely, a complete departure from what he's always been before this. And yeah, again, that argument can be used against me in other ways too. But it's just yeah, because I was gonna say because even, even let, but the same way again, let me ask you these hypothetical questions, like because everything you're just saying yes, everything. It, I have to see it first, so it's like yeah, you're cool with everything unless you, until you see it. But I'm not. I don't care how you describe gay Wolverine. I don't care how you into the story make it work. Trans Peter Parker. I don't care how you make. I don't know uh, Charlie's Men. Except Charlie's Angels, well, that, well, now it's Charlie's Dudes. Well, no, but that's why, <laughs> that's why I also... I don't threw, want that. <laughs> but that's why I also threw out the preface that ultimately it does end up being about the execution. Because, yeah, on the surface, you could be like, uh, I don't like that. But then you see it, and it changes your mind. So I feel like in, with any situation, you have to have somewhat of an open mind because something can change your mind. Or you can go and see it and be like, no, my initial thought was right, and this is, tr- and this is garbage. Me, that's cop- you're cop- copying out. To me, that's what it sounds like. It just seems like, well, no, I have to see it first in every single case. But it's like, you don't have an opinion. No, I just literally said you can have an opinion and say, I don't like it. But then you go and have an, oh, you have an open mind about it. You see it and it can change your mind. Yeah, but, you're, but your opinion is I don't have an opinion until I see it. No, no, no. That's not what I said. I said on paper, you can look at it and say you don't like it. But then you're willing to go and you're willing to give it a chance and say I don't, and whether and see whether your opinion is right, your first initial reaction is right, or you were wrong and, and you actually like what they did. That's mm. what I said. I didn't say I don't. I have haven't an heard opinion. one example. I didn't yet, say I don't have an opinion, but I haven't had heard I, one example. I just said yet. I didn't like the. I said I don't. I wouldn't like a trans Peter Parker. I said that I didn't like the whole uh, what they did with Mister Terrific and the execution of it. Uh, I said, well, that's different. I, I also said that. I said I wouldn't like a gay Wolverine because the whole thing about a part, a big part of his. Uh, his 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 storyline is his love. Okay, so now the question again: Black female James Bond. Do you like that? Would I like it? No. Oh, just say that. That's <laughs> what I was asking you. You didn't ask me that question. Time out. But here's my question: If the clickbait title was true, and it was a black woman being James Bond, would you still be okay with it? I would have to see what they do with it. Time in. You asked oh me about God. you asked me about Wolverine, and I said no. That was I the like, first question. And I asked. answered it. I said no. You said you said Peter Parker. I said no. No, no, no. no. I asked you about the James, female James Bond thing, and you said we're well, not have to see it first. That's what you went. That's when you went to that whole diatribe about like no, I have to see it first because no, I, I was like talking it. about the execution. I was saying on the surface, I would say I was I would say I wouldn't like it, but then I would watch it and maybe I might like it. That's what I was saying. Okay. See, that's the same thing for me then because I'm not like. I'm not gonna not watch these things. I'm not. I'm not like. I refuse. I cross my. And I'm also not the guy who are like these fucking internet troll assholes who will go out of their way to boycott it, who go out of their way to demean it, to go who go out of their way to try and like rally other people against it. I'm not that guy either. Like I'll just be like, eh, not for me. But I think it's the per- person that is so proactive about not liking something and not wanting it to exist. Because I'm not gonna. If they if they did a gay Wolverine, I'm gonna be like, oh boycott. I'm gonna be like, ugh. Pandering. Okay, here we go again with the pandering. And I'm just gonna move on. But 
if you ask me if I like that or want that, I'm gonna say no. And, I, and I, what fucks me up is there there is a subsection of people, and you did yourself when in that group chat when we we're talking about it. You're like, well, you sound like everybody doesn't like Ariel because she's black. Like you 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 automatically liken me to another group that I'm like I'm not in that camp either. Like I'm I'm an individual, Michael. <laughs> I'm a snowflake. But it, it it irks me because it goes back to how I felt my whole life about being like a blurred or being a, a, a black kid that likes things that aren't considered quote unquote black. Cause it's not just white people or people that aren't black. That will look at me and go, yeah, you're not really black Jordan or you're the whitest black, you're the whitest black person I know. It's also black people who look at me and go, you ain't that black son. You gotta get harder. Like, you know what I mean? Even in the fucking emails, <laughs> even in that. And that's something I've, I've had to do my entire life. And like, is that fair? I don't think it is. Yeah, like I've had people say to me, oh, because you're so into superheroes and all this other stuff, you probably only like white guys, right? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> black people like superheroes too. That doesn't make any sense. Like, why is it because I'm into superheroes, that means I only like white guys? Yeah. And it's just annoying to me now in our Twitter age that if you, there's a black opinion. And if you don't fall into what, quote unquote, the predominant black opinion is, then they look at you like, Uncle Tom motherfucker over here like but it's like no I, I can have an opinion about things because get bread money if I were to go on my Instagram page right now and be like black 007 black female 007 I want to eat Elba I'll get a lot of angry black women on, on my ass about that <laughs> yeah, but you also get a lot of white people like oh he's on our side <laughs> yeah I will but I don't want that either <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like caught in this weird I mean, middle place. Even if you look through the comments of the post that you made about Scarlett Johansson, which is something we're going to get to next. But like going through some of those comments, people are just like, well, if it's true that you could, because they brought it up. If it's true that Ariel could be, be black with a black woman, yeah. then Scarlett Johansson could play the, the ancient one or whatever. And it's like, they're not apples to, to apples. Because they're, they're looking at it on that one level of... Well, if they, she can, if Ariel can be anything, why couldn't Scarlett Johansson be anything? I understand where they're coming from, but it's not the same thing. Because it's not the same thing. Ariel is a character, and it's a character being. They're changing that specific character to fit the actress more or less, but it's not Scarlett Johansson changing herself to fit. Like it's not. It's, this isn't theater where you think about theater, especially in uh, college theater, where more or less you get. Like, say I was cast in something as, as a college student and I need to play an old man. Obviously, I'm not an old man. Well, depending on depending on uh, what day of the week it is but and how my bones feel. But I'm not an old man. So, of course, they're going to put makeup and stuff on me. But when it comes to the Hollywood, if you need an old man, more times than not, they're going to cast an old man unless you're like, unless it's a movie where it's like following you throughout time. Mm. And then it makes like Chris Evans, when he played Captain America, they put him in makeup and he was old man Steve. Yeah. But you get like, what's that movie uh, with Jack Nicholson and uh, Morgan Freeman where they were both a bunch of old guys? I don't remember the name I of the movie. I don't remember. <laughs> but they didn't cast like freaking Michael B. Jordan to play Morgan Freeman as an old man. They got an old man to play an old man. And that's something that you get. Like you have the luxury to do that when it comes to movies as opposed to theater. Where it's like theater, you have a limited pool. Where it's like, if you're going to do a movie about a trans actor, cast the fucking trans actor. Especially considering they don't really get that many opportunities as it is now. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm saying that like, they're looking at it just on that f- f- surface level. like of the, They're looking at the surface level of the issue. 
which is, well, if a black person could play things that aren't just a black person, couldn't Scarlett Johansson play anything too? And then even then, that's different because it's not like it's not like Halle Berry. Halle, Halle Berry. It's not like Halle Bailey is playing as a black woman. She's playing a mermaid that's pretending to be white or whatever. Like she's just a black mermaid. They're, they're changing that character. She's just a black mermaid. But Scarlett Johansson is actually playing a trans. Like you get what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. I agree with you. I'm just saying like I I I, I can also see why there's confusion on the other end. Like we get it because we've lived it. But think about like a, a person that's not a black person that doesn't get it. I, I understand why they would be like, no, I don't understand if, if one person could be anything, why can't she be a but trans person? But you, you and then also, it's a slippery. I feel like they don't get it because they don't want to get it. It's not like you don't, you can't learn about the history. Like, well, it's the also thing, a thing, the thing, the thing, thing where we're, I, we're constantly I, punching up. Like, everything, it's, it's always not okay when you are a white man slash woman. But every other race can do it. It's only because we feel like you're the most privileged, so you shouldn't be able to do these things. Yeah, that's usually how it. Well, what that's about, usually, what about that's usually Chadwick how it, Boseman being? But, he's he's not African African American. He's African American. Why not? That's, African but, but, but going to what I was saying. That's but that's usually how it is in any society. That's why it's like you think about during like Shakespeare times. Why it's okay for him to make fun of the royalty as opposed to like making fun of poor people is because, well, you already, they're already privileged. So it's like, of course you can punch up as opposed to kicking somebody when they're down. Like why kicks like any society has that, has that mentality. But, but it's like, if you, rules make, are if you vague. make fun of a homeless person, people are like, that's kind of, that's not funny though. But, if but I the make, rules are but vague. If I make fun of the president. What if a Nigerian was like, I wanted to be T'Challa. I auditioned and it's ridiculous to me that an African American man like Chadwick Boseman could be that role and, and he's not even African. Like, there can be a case made for stuff like that, but we just go, eh, it's black, it's enough. Like, there's a there's a, a slippery slope. There's a line there that we move based on how we feel about any given situation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a line. But at the same time, I kind of feel like... It's not as bad, because at least it's still no, black. No, no, <laughs> Cause I was, like, no. Because I was going to say, but at the same time, it's also like... And where you do also, we, where you do also we have make to, that I guess you also have to take the context of where you're like where you are in terms of like 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 for example like there are a lot of Chinese actors over in China that are getting way more parts over there than they are say here in America like we're not making Chinese films for the most part here in America okay so I guess it's almost, you, you kind of almost say it's maybe the same thing like maybe like no but you, you might not necessarily a- cast a Nigerian person to play an African African role, but but then you could also say, but at the same time, we're not. Uh, what if there was somebody that was upset that Scar Johansson is she not um? What? And then on top of that, we don't know she's who, not Russian, we, right? We don't know who sat in. We don't know who sat in the audition, like in the audition. Maybe a Nigerian person did audition. They were terrible. Maybe you don't know. That's what I'm saying. We don't, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Chadwick Boseman had a better name. You don't know. But that's also that also. Could so be what if trans too. women auditioned? They were terrible. You don't know. Yeah, but so but 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 it's not the outcry is you can't play that because you're not trans, but you don't even know you don't. It's the same argument. You don't know if there was a trans person that did audition and they were all bad. So it's like no, we're gonna go with the the named actor who actually could do it. But there are also trans actors that are like 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 what's his face Jamie Jamie whatever from Sense Eight. 
I don't know who you're or Laverne Cox from uh, Orange is the New Black. So it's like there are trans actors that you know are good actors. But you didn't audition. You don't know. <laughs> and if your argument is you don't know, so it doesn't really matter, that, that creates a big hole. Because it's like maybe no one auditioned for that role who was good enough. Maybe those people we just named didn't audition for it. Well, in terms of the Scarlett Johansson thing, they specifically, she they specifically said no. They created that. They made that role for her to play a trans. Well, is there any Scarlett? This is also this is one example. What about other examples? Same thing. But for Scarlett Johansson, she well, Russian. Yeah, the, the whole, but the Russian. I was like, yeah, no, she's not Russian. So what if it was a Russian person that was like, I should be Black Widow because I'm actually Russian. Like. It's offensive that Scarlett Johansson. I, I always thought she should. <laughs> I always thought they should at least gave her an accent. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, but yeah. you see, like, what it, like the slippery slope it creates. Where if like you want to get really granular, you start narrowing it down to the point where like, no, you gotta be exactly this ethnicity and this this sexuality to play this character. The guy who loved Simon wasn't even gay. He played the gay guy main character in that. Yeah, but even, and he was great. But but even that. It's con- there's controversy behind that too. Like, would but should actors, there be straight actors being? But I don't know. Like, I'm not saying this to be like, no, I'm on the other side. I'm just saying like, it creates this question, and the question has to be answered somewhere because it's gonna keep creating these like these vague lines that we have to cross at some point. Should there? I mean, should uh, yes and no because you think about I, I talk about this. I talked about this before. The reason there is the outrage is because there it doesn't go the reverse. Like more times than not. You'll always get the straight actor playing this Oscar-worthy or these meaty gay roles. But then on the flip side, you won't get a gay actor playing the meaty straight role. Like they, Because even Billy Porter talked about this. He's like, yeah, when I auditioned for gay roles, they didn't give it to me. When I auditioned for straight roles, they didn't give it to me. So it's like, what am I, what, what am I, what am I here for? I can't get the gay roles. I can't get the straight roles. What roles can I get? Hmm. They say I'm too gay to be. They say I'm too gay to be straight, and I'm too straight. And they wait, they say I'm too gay to be straight, and too gay to be gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> too gay to be gay? Yeah, like they they, they, they want them to be like, can you butch it up a little bit? That's weird. So it's like I can't be gay. I can't be straight. Like, where's where's my place in Hollywood? Hmm. So it's like that's that, an issue too. So it's like that's it's definitely an issue. So it's like that's why there's an outrage of so many straight actors being cast as gay because it's like, well, the reverse doesn't happen. Unless you, unless you get to theater, because you even think about, there's none of that dichotomy in terms of like, well, he's, he's a straight actor or whatever. He's playing a gay role. Or he's a gay actor. He's playing a straight. None of that exists in theater because there's a big, uh, uh, what's, what's, what's the word I'm trying to find? No. Uh, there's a balance between like, there's a lot of gay actors playing straight in, in theater and a lot of straight actors playing gay. In but it's sh- Hollywood. Huh? But it's Hollywood. But it's Hollywood. I don't know so what the like, answer. I don't know what was, the answer is. If, if it was as balanced as if if it was as balanced as theater, it wouldn't be such a, such an outrage. Hmm. Because like I said, nobody complains when like. The guy that's playing, I know you don't know what this musical is, but the guy that's playing Evan Hansen right now. I love now, Evan Hansen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know but the guy that's playing Evan Hansen on Broadway is gay. Okay. But the character's straight. Nobody's saying anything. Uh, I believe one of the actors in Kinky Boots was straight, but yet the character's gay. And it's like. Like, I don't think it should matter. There's reciprocity. That's the but word you, I'm trying but you need to. That's the word I was trying reciprocity. to find. Reciprocity in theater. What was I saying? I just lost my train of thought. You said, I don't think you something. Nah, I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, 
I don't like black women being 007. I like it within the story context, but if she was James Bond, I wouldn't be down with it. And I have lines. Like, there are going to be some things that's like, and it's not even across the board, like, oh, you like it because they turned something black. I don't even like that. Like, there's some character, like, again, Punisher. I don't need a black Punisher. I don't need a black Batman. Like, it's, there's some characters, I'm like, a black Superman to me, Valzad, makes sense. The skin color for absorbing sunlight makes sense. I'm okay with that. But you do need a black Flash. I mean, a black person just runs fast. <laughs> you saying Bolt's the fastest man in the world. He ain't white. <laughs> so even that, that would make sense to me. I mean, but it's not you say Bolt. <laughs> it's not. And Wally West is in the show. He's slow. Not, yeah, I was going to say, he's not the fastest. Bullshit. <laughs> but uh, speaking of something else, having a line, the internet has no line because... Uh, They've apparently been body shaming Jason Momoa for not looking like his Aquaman. I saw a picture. Physique. And it made me feel so bad about my life because I'm like, he doesn't look that bad. (laughs) Saying he has shaming him for basically having the dad bod. I thought people like dad bod. Seems to me he doesn't have the same buff bod he had in Aquaman. Because you fucking have like, like people around the clock training you for those roles. This is just look like that, like on a average day. I'm sure he's been eating since then. <laughs> Fuck that. They don't have the picture. Okay. I've seen it. Yeah, but okay. He he looks chubbier than the stomach, but who fucking cares? He still looks great. Yeah, he still looks pretty fit. Yeah. He just and you know what makes me mad about that though? It's it's definitely people who are like way fatter than him. <laughs> that's, what gonna, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I want to see all the people. I want to see the bodies of the people. That are giving these tweets. Show us your abs. <laughs> you can you get, you have to have this level of an eight pack to complain about Jason Momoa's body. All right, he is a god cut from cloth. <laughs> but apparently that's their line. They want him to look like Aquaman twenty four seven. Whatever. I hate I hate people. And then I'm over here talking about like, oh, we gotta better ourselves to open lines of communication for people. But I hate people, so I don't really. <laughs> So trust me, I don't want to talk to people who don't understand the shit that we're talking about, but somebody's got to. Otherwise, we're never going to change. But that's my point. If you don't, kind of like the, the whole concept, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I could talk to you till I'm blue in the face, but are you actually hearing me? Well, sometimes or is it, it takes... listening? You, you can listen to me, but are you actually hearing me? Or is it listening? I think it's or hearing. Are you hearing me, but are you actually listening? listening? Yes, that's that, that one. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. You're absolutely right. But sometimes it takes that hundredth conversation before it sinks in. I know that from experience for myself. <laughs> like, I'll hear someone will tell me something like 20 times, and at 21st, I'll be like, fuck, man, you know what? You're right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You've been there before, right? With you, yeah. Because you, oh, li- you. you don't listen to me. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> but, uh,. Again, it all it all goes to the same conversation. So yeah, so Scarlett talking about the controversy with Scarlett Johansson. So she she actually came out while she I want to play Groot <laughs> while she was doing an uh, interview with As If Magazine. As uh, If, yes, clueless. <laughs> Basically going uh, talking about the controversy where uh, she was supposed to play a trans man and people the internet flipped out and then that movie ended up getting canceled. And so she basically came out and was like, you know, as an actor, I should be allowed to play any person or any tree or any animal because that is my job and the requirement and the requirements of my and the requirements of my job. I feel like it's a trend in my business and it needs to happen for various 
social reasons, yet there are times it does get uncomfortable when it affects the art because I feel like art should be free of restrictions. So she's basically saying that she should be able to play a trans man or yes. trans woman or whatever. Trans man. Trans man. Okay. I mean, what 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 do we what do we say to this? <laughs> I I mean I made a post about this. I'm basically like I feel like she's being short sighted. That's, that's why I was like, what is, what is you made the post? So yeah, I mean I feel like she's being short sighted, and I mean like, in a case where I do feel like uh, because the trans population is so underrepresented, like in that in that situation, yeah, let a trans person play it. Scarlett Johansson, you play, and especially from you, from her, like, you've already done your fair share of, like, you play a Japanese woman, girl, like, <laughs> you had your time, okay, like, that's, this is an example where you can say you had your time, <laughs> you already drank from that well, you don't need to take a second drink, it's fine, <laughs> well, no, she liked that drink, she wants, she wants more, she wants a second sip, it's ridiculous, yeah, I don't think, but I need an example, like, I need to, like, I need another example of what, she, I don't, again, I don't think there's a, there's a rule across the board. I think it's a case by case basis. If she's trying to play a, the first black James Bond, I have an issue with that. <laughs> Do you though? Yes. Because I think she was cast as Avatar Aang. Oh my God. <laughs> Come on, Appa. Yep, yep. <laughs> Not okay with that either. Same thing. Male or uh, female Aang. Don't want it. Male Korra. Don't want it. <laughs> well, Scarlett Johansson wants it. She wants to play Aang. I mean, do you agree with that, though? Which part? Scarlett Johansson? Or? No, the, no, her... <laughs> in this case, it doesn't make sense that she would need to play a trans woman, especially when, like, it just seems in bad taste. Where you're, there's, there's more options. Like, and you're not a trans woman. Like, I feel like... Trans you could, man. Trans man, whatever. <laughs> I feel like... I mean, I literally just said that. Like, Yeah. It's not... It's not the, this isn't theater. So get an actual trans person or whatever. And then the fact that she said, well, any tree or any, it's like there, there aren't any sentient trees out there. So Groot, whatever (laughs) CGI. It's like, so yeah, you can play a tree and she played a snake and she played a snake. Yeah. (laughs) She was jungle book. And somebody even said like, yes, ScarJo, you should be able to play a tree because there aren't countless sentient trees desiring to act. T- t- desiring to act yet struggling to get cast in roles but there are a ton of lgbtqia qia yeah this the alphabet is it's l it's actually l g b t t q q i a a it's too much <laughs> it's too much and one of them shouldn't even be on that like one of them is stupid what which one ally with the A's ally? One of the other A's is ally. It's, two, asexual. A's, two, A's. it's two A's. So one's asexual, one's, one's ally? One's asexual, one's ally. So why the fuck I'm is like, ally on why, there? Yeah, why the fuck is ally on there? That's stupid. So you're an LGBTQQAA. Because I'm a- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> don't give me labels. I don't... Like, come on, man. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, there are tons of LGBTQIA and non-binary actors who have vocalized that they would love to to represent those characters. And that goes back to what I said about Billy Porter saying, I can't get the gay roles. I can't get the straight roles. Yeah. I can't get any fucking roles. And it's the same thing. Like I'm, I'm a trans character. I'm a trans actual trans person. You're looking for a trans. Like, why can't yeah. I get the role? What did I say, Oh, my exact phrasing was, can she play any role? Yes. Should she? Maybe not. And that's what I think uh, that the whole point of this is like, can she? Yeah. She theoretically could be able to play anything. 
But in a case like this, it's like, even then, technically speaking, no, because you think about Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel, and it's like you're probably a great actress, but can you play Captain Marvel? Well, no. I'm being nice. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a great actor, theoretically, yes, uh-huh. you, can, you can play any role. But should you? And I think this is a moral dilemma. And I think this should be looked at within context. And yes, there's a very low representation of trans people in Hollywood. Let a person within that culture actually represent said culture. Especially since it's, it's represented so infrequently. But, you know, white girls gotta be white. <laughs> Privilege! <laughs> I could do anything! But My mom said I could be anybody! <laughs> but then, I'm pretty sure Marvel came out and was like, Bitch, if you want your movie to come out, you better go and apologize. Oh, she apologized? So she said, I recognize that in reality, there's a widespread discrepancy amongst my industry that favors Caucasian cisgendered actors and that not every actor has been given the same opportunities that I have been privileged to. I continue to support and always have diversity in every industry and will continue to fight for projects where everyone is included. That sounds so like a publicist statement. Yeah, someone state. twisted her arm to say that. Like, what a what a what idiot. so like a publicist statement. Especially, like, when the first comment is so, like, off the cuff. Like, I should be able to play anything. Tree, animal, whatever. To then have, like, the long, like, I'm sorry, I apologize. Like, it's like Mickey Mouse had a gun to her head. Like, That's why I said Marvel was like, I want your fucking movie to come. Because we would cancel this shit. We don't need a Black Widow movie to come out. I still don't. I don't even feel, see what the point is. What's the deal with Disney doing prequels for characters that are dead? Like with Solo. Like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. But they're dead. It's over. <laughs> Move on. Is that it? Uh, no. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, this is something random. But Aquafina has been cast as Scuttle and Little Mermaid. So, cue the, out- cue the outrage. Who's Scuttle? The, the, the seagull. Uh, who, who's cast? Aquafina. The Asian chick? The Asian chick. From uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Cue the outrage. Why she got to be Asian? She's a seagull. <laughs> she's not Asian in the movie. She's a seagull. But clearly they are going for a more diverse cast. Just from that. Like, but anyway. Why Aquafina? I don't know, but who cares? But I just wanted to bring that up. Did they announce who's going to be Triton and shit? No, not yet. Oh. I saw somebody was like, it better be a white Triton. But I'm like... But if if the Little Mermaid is black, wouldn't it just make more sense for the I mean, dad the mo- to be black? The, 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 the mother could be black, and you know the mother's dead. But she's not around. Like, yeah, it's just weird. It. Like they're not gonna talk about it. Like oh, I mean, your mother who was about, who was black. I mean, think about, uh, think about uh, a Wrinkle in Time. Like the main, her father was white, and he was the main. Like you saw her. You granted, you saw her mother. Yeah, but not really. Like the main driving force was the father. Yeah, I guess. So it could be the same thing where you see maybe flashbacks to her mother, but she's not really a character. If you want to do it that she way, got, sure. She got killed. Like, I think it's way they easier could, they to could have... Sh- they could show her dying from humans. No, that's fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Again, dark. <laughs> I mean, the original so- the source material is dark. I don't want the original source material. I want my under the sea. <laughs> but anyway, well, you know what people could... Because I'm pretty sure Sebastian's probably going to stay, stay Caribbean. <laughs> So now you got a black Ariel. You're probably going to have a black Trident. You have a black Sebastian. What is going on? Uh, Sebastian's Jamaican. Like, in canon. <laughs> well, in canon, Ariel is a... Like, you can't have Under the Sea without a Jamaican Sebastian. I've heard of white people sing reggae. 
oh no don't do that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> please <laughs> grant don't give him the big crab lips but you know keep him jamaican like do, do you think eric should be white i want to be asian why asian only because I'm tired of white <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> um, I don't really care. Like Cinderella. I also don't, I don't want the, everybody to be black like the either. Black, the black prince. No, I don't want everybody to be yeah. black. Because I'm like, I know they're not going to make Prince Eric black. So we're still waiting for that. A black prince. But it's interesting. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Even Princess and the Frog. Like, he, wasn't, he wasn't black. He was like what Middle was Eastern. He? Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. That's a good point. Um... But they tend to always favor multi-racial relationships. Interracial relationships. Multi-racial. <laughs> Interracial relationships. But it's always usually white and something else. Yeah. It's not like you never really get to see people of color loving each other. You don't get no. to see like, not not never, but you are, you don't get to see it's that rare. often black and Asian or but Asian, it's interesting. Asian and Hispanic. Because I'm sure American. a white person thinks it's more progressive to have it be an interracial couple. You know what I mean? So I'm sure there's some like big-hearted liberal white guy as a corporate executive and is like, no, interracial relationship is more progressive. But then you get the other side and it's like, oh, no, we actually, we would like to see, like, uh, black love. Because it's becoming, because it's starting to become a thing where that's becoming more prominent mm. than seeing the other thing. Yeah. And it's usually... Like, even think about... It's even, very rarely even a think white about, man, even think black about the, female. It's I was gonna usually say, even think black about the man, white woman. Even think about the superhero stuff. You got Barry Allen and Wally West. Um, oh, that's actually a good point. I guess Iris is the example of that. Oh, I guess no. Actually, take it back. Peter Parker, Grant Gustin, Flash, black woman, white man. Or you think about Mr. Terrific and his boyfriend, both of his boyfriends, his husband and his boy, the boy, the cop. Yeah. Interracial. Um, Diggle and his wife. Interracial. Yeah, black um, man, white woman. Yeah. Um, um, I feel like I see super, that more. Super, Supergirl, uh, <laughs> and Jimmy Olsen for yeah, a day. Jimmy, Jimmy, Olsen, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen for a day, and then also the fact that he's with uh, Lena Luther. Um, Wally West when he was with uh Jesse. Yeah, I could keep. I could. I can name a bunch of others from just superhero properties. Which like usually always, it's always somebody white and then a person of color. The only the only one time where I get you saw like an Asian person and a black person was Agent May and then uh, her her husband that ended up dying when he became an Inhuman. When 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 they show her, I was like, Oh, oh right, he had, it was a black. I was uh, like, oh, he's black. Yeah, black husband. I thought he was gonna be white. And then he became a monster. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, eh. but anyway, speaking of monsters, this is the final news bit, and this is the only only reason I'm bringing this up because Jordan asked me to. But basically, uh, guys. You know, Air Force One is Air Force Fifty One is a thing. Area Fifty One, Air Force Fifty <laughs> One. Well, uh, about sixty six hundred thousand alien hunters are threatening to raid the top secret base to find some aliens, and the Air Force has responded with a stern warning, basically saying that if they come on the base, there's going to be some problems because that's <laughs> trespassing. And Michael didn't so, watch the Bob Lazar documentary slash Joe Rogan podcast. And if, for anyone that hasn't, I highly recommend it. John Wick has also confirmed that he's going to join the... No, no, he didn't. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves is going to be there? My thing is, why would you announce what day 
you're gonna go and raid you gotta the facility. Get the, if there's six hundred thousand people, you gotta get the people. They're gonna be anything that was you gotta, in the air. You gotta, take, you gotta take the day off of work, Jordan. <laughs> but but they, you gave the government so much time to move other shit. Like they, they're gonna hide all their fucking <laughs> alien autopsy shit. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. You, you know the government's reading the internet? Like, <laughs> huh, 600,000 people are going to ra- arrive on this day on this month. Let's move the bodies. Let's go. I mean, but of course, I don't think it's I think it's a satirical event. Yeah, it's definitely a meme. That's where it just became online. But the fact that the Air Force responded. But I'm saying, and this is for everybody out there, watch the Joe Rogan. It's on YouTube. He talks to a guy named Bob Lazar, who was a, not an astrophysicist. What was he? He was like a... Some kind of engineer for uh, like propulsion systems, and he was like it was on Netflix. The documentary is on Netflix, but honestly, I would just watch the interview because the documentary is all the same information, but in a very like it, it's. If I just watched the documentary, I wouldn't believe any any of it. But when you watch the uh, the the interview, he gives you all the same information, but in a very frank and candid way. And dude, the the government literally tried to. Uh, to to cover up the fact that he has like credentials as a scientist, they try to, to to smear his name. Why would they do that if there wasn't like a reason? And this is a guy that says he he literally has seen alien ships in Area Fifty One back in the eighties. His story has stayed consistent for twenty years, and he everyone that talks to him, and even me when I watched the interview, he seems like he's a straight shooter. I'm I don't get none of my bullshit like sensors go off with that guy. And the way he describes, like, what he worked on, what the science behind the stuff that he worked on was, what, what, uh, how the technology worked and what he didn't understand about the technology, and his descriptions of what it looked like and how it worked. Like, I'm telling you, it's like, if you don't think aliens are real, I, I guarantee you, you walk out of that interview going, shit, uh, sounds pretty fucking accurate. Yeah, I always thought aliens were real. Yeah, I get the like the other oh, out there somewhere, but I mean like no, like things have visited our earth and the government is keeping it from us to to whatever extent. Well, a lot of it explains the fucking boom in technology in the recent years too. I'm just saying, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they're out there. I'm like, part of me is also like, did technology really boom that? Because I'm like, what? This, you know, because you also think about by this point, like, the, you thought about the ethereal 2000s and stuff like that. You thought it would be like the Jetsons right now. I mean, we might not have hoverboards, but maybe the the military has shit. Because you know, the military is like 20 years ahead of, uh, t- ahead of you know everyone else in terms of technology, right? Yeah. So maybe they do. Oh, maybe they do have. Hover technology. And and actually talking about hover technology, the spaceship that the guy talks about, it works on an anti-gravity system. And the way he describes it and how it works, it it's weird when you hear somebody that clearly knows science and clearly has credentials in this. So he knows what he's talking about. When he is baffled by how like a, 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 a spaceship's propulsion system works. Like, it's just weird to hear somebody who's super smart be like, it doesn't make sense scientifically. Like, it's we can't create a, a machine that harnesses gravity, yet the machine that I saw, it was anti-gravity. Like, the way it goes into detail about how it works. Well, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, there's no way aliens could get here. <laughs> really? Is that what he said? <laughs> he said something like that. Hmm. I actually would really be curious to see what he says, I would say about that guy. I'm gonna look that up right now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm like 
deep in the fucking alien conspiracy shit right now, so don't mind me. Well, I'm deep in Harry Potter because I'm on the I'm reading the Order of Phoenix. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Because I've never read them. Oh, you never read any of the books? No. Have you? No. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. I don't up. read. <laughs> well, I thought you're a big Harry Potter fan. I thought you had read the yes, books. Yes, I've seen the movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I've, cos- fan. And I've cosplayed as a Slytherin. Okay. <laughs> Is it the end of the news? No. Because oh. one, one more thing. That that was the end of the news, but then I just saw one thing. Okay. It's only because you're a fan. But... Uh, <laughs> New co- new comic book series uh, is coming out with the Power Rangers are teaming up with the Mighty Morphin. Um, the Power Rangers are teaming up with the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like the Mighty Morphin Ninja Turtles? What? That's awesome. Basically, yeah. I mean, they already teamed up with the Justice League, so this makes sense. And actually, Ninja- they're all crossing the Nin- over. Yeah, the Ninja Turtles teamed up with with Batman. Yeah, it's like everybody's just hanging out. Like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, we keep forgetting. We got to watch that movie. Batman oh, versus, Batman Ninja, versus Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I heard it was good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that for sure, but I heard it was good. That's the end of the news. That's the end. Now that's the end of the news. All right, everybody, your homework Unless this I just week. Start browsing and I see some. Oh, oh, oh! oh. Everyone's not- homework this week is to go home and watch the Joe Rogan Bob Lazar interview or podcast on YouTube. It's free. It's two hours. That's, uh, that sounds like too much work. Just listen to it. Listen, I got a podcast. That sounds like too much work. Wow. <laughs> It's also on iTunes. I'm listening to Harry Potter right now. You're taking away my Harry Potter. Wait, so you're not reading it? You're listening to it? That's that's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's completely different. It's the same thing. Okay. When you're reading, you picture images in your head, just like when you're hearing the audio. But I picture the same images in my head. Big ass fan. Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's the same words. Bob Lazar. I'm really curious if he talked about it. I don't know if he talked about Bob Lazar, but I know he mentioned like aliens not being able to get because it's like i don't remember what he said well i would would be interested in to see if uh oh yeah (laughs) they actually asked about it can we get bob lazar and neil degrasse tyson on the podcast together that'd be fucking amazing but yeah check it out it's called uh the the documentary is called bob lazar area 51 and flying saucers but i again i recommend the podcast more because there's a lot of like you know weird quotes creepy music it's, they're trying to make it like a movie but i think it's it's more especially for skeptics it's it's more beneficial to just hear the information straight and then you can also you know kind of play detective if you want to and be like is this motherfucker lying let me, let me look at his face is he got any tells going on right now <laughs> but i couldn't see anything so i'm convinced that motherfucker's telling the truth there are aliens in area 51 and we have made contact and the government's not telling us and I'm putting on my tinfoil hat right now. <laughs> so what's next week? Lion but part, King? But part of me also kind of feels like even, okay, let's just say for argument's sake, aliens did come to Earth. The government's made contact. Maybe they're working with the aliens or whatever the fuck. Or they found corpses like 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 uh, Independence Day. They found a corpse of an alien body. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> What would be the like? What would be the harm in telling people? Yeah, we found like. Are you serious? It would destroy. It. I mean, me and you. I mean, the reality is, most people would be like, "That's crazy." And yeah, go I'm back like, to your people normal would be life. like, "Oh, whoa, that's crazy." Like, but it disrupts society in the way that like religions now fucked up. Like, is it though? Because religion, di- dinosaur. They don't talk about dinosaurs at all in the Bible, but that didn't fuck up religion true they could be like well god made aliens and god made us yeah yeah i mean i guess yeah maybe but we're rational a lot of the world isn't 
Like, you know what I mean? That's a big, like, gene to come with the bottle. But Bob Lazar suggested that it might be because... Even with, like, like, we talk about space travel and all the other stuff, and, and pastors and priests and shit know about NASA and traveling to the moon and all this other stuff. So it's like... Okay, you found out there's another life form out there. What does that mean? But it also it's not, create, it's not like a super powered being. Or granted, we don't it might know. Be. Well, we don't know, but still, it's like might be <laughs> scrolls. <laughs> but um, Bob Lazar suggested it might be purely based on just military, like just military technology. Like they rather than tell the world, hey, uh, we've got these super advanced flying saucers that we're well, examining. not even that. You don't have to say that. You could just say we found another, we found a body or whatever. I think that creates like a. A, like a you know an information leak that they just don't want out because obviously if you tell people that we have evidence of like you know flying saucers and shit the next step is so what's the technology like like can we it, it becomes the world's like property or it could be like that. it's so advanced we can't figure it out and then the world's gonna be like well you owe it to the world well, they'll have like they'll have like fucking like a. uh world senate meetings and shit like that it'll it'll create this ripple effect around the world It'll definitely have an effect. It won't just be like a, wow, that's crazy. Well, moving on. <laughs> I think, you know, more level-headed people would be fine with it, but I could see it creating issues. I can see people going crazy from it. Like, oh, I knew it. Aliens are real. Every schizophrenic person that thought they were aliens would go nuts. Like, you know what I mean? It'll create distrust. Like, now you second-guess everything the government tells you because, like, how long did you have that? And you didn't tell anybody? That's crazy. I, I second-guess what the government tells me now anyway. <laughs> yeah, but then you have, like, definitive proof. Like, once you open that door, what else is true? Like, you know what I mean? Like, once you were like, aliens are real. Is Loch Ness real? Is God real? Who else is real? (laughs) People question that anyway. Yeah, I know, but I I just, I don't know. I see what you're saying, but I I could see it also creating, like, chaos. And once you take that gene at the bottom, you can never put it back. Because part of me feels like, yeah, it might create chaos in the temporary, in the interim, but then at the same time, shit would go, humans have very short memories. I can think about something like 9-11. It was chaos, but then everything went right back to normal. Yeah. Life goes on. I'm sure the memes would be fire. (laughs) The memes are already fire with the fucking Area 51 thing. Yeah. That's why I I mentioned, because I saw the meme that said John Wick is going (laughs) to... So you're going? (laughs) First of all, I'm not in Nevada. (laughs) Let's get a car. We're going to take a road trip. We're going to go... We're going to drive all the way to Nevada? I want a symbiote. (laughs) Get, like, I saw that too. I saw a, ve- a venom crawling down the uh, wall, and it said, "Me escaping Area 51 in my new symbiote." <laughs> you know they got him. <laughs> I would be Spider-Man, damn it! But all right, that's this episode. Uh, if it's like the movie, <laughs> well, what you're doing right now is eating random shit, <laughs> eating garbage. Oh, Eddie, you're a loser, Eddie. I mean, those monster cells from uh, One Punch Man. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so next week is Lion King, and what else? I'm going to finally see Crawl. Crawl. Lion King Crawl. Is that it? Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone. Fire Force. Fire Force. Uh, the, the the Food Wars for Exercise, whatever the fuck that shit is called. Oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> do you even lift, bro? Whatever that was called. Yeah, uh, <laughs> All right, cool. So we got a jam-packed episode that won't be half those things probably because <laughs> we're not gonna watch half it probably there's a show on netflix that people were talking about what i think it's with, with uh uh anthony mackie and um um what's his name crossbones 
Or not a show. Oh, it's a I movie. Saw, I saw it's a the, movie. Yeah, it's, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the uh, poster of that when I opened up Netflix. Didn't Andy Mackie already have one on Netflix? Yeah, Black Mirror. <laughs> no, not, not Black Mirror. The other one. Remember? It was like... Oh, Book yeah. The, Eli, the, uh, the, uh, I forgot what it was called. Titan, not Titan. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but the but 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 the Earth was destroyed and they wanted to go to the moon. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch that. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> but he's been in a lot of things. Captain America getting work because <laughs> he's Captain America now. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm the A list. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. All right, let's get out of here. That's been... so I'm like, oh, should we watch that or no? I don't even know what it's about. Like, what, the it Anthony might Mackie? have to be a blurred vision topic. What, the new thing? The, the point blank or whatever the fuck it's called. With the, Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want. Play it by ear. If you watch it, if I watch it, and one of us likes it, and tell the other person. No, I need to watch Euphoria. There's a show on HBO because it's getting high rated. It's like they're saying it's rated higher than Game of Thrones now. <laughs> That's not hard. <laughs> now, well, now it's not hard. <laughs> but it's called Euphoria, and it stars Zendaya. Zendaya. Whatever, whatever pronunciation her name is, and a lot of people are liking it, so I need to check. I want to check it out. It's, but it, you know, you don't, you don't watch it. It's not going to be your thing. You don't know me. <laughs> you not. don't know what thing is. <laughs> she's a high schooler. She's on drugs. There's no magic. There's no superheroes. Oh, I heard about that. And she's dating a trans woman and all this other stuff. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about Mary Jane being all wild like that. <laughs> but yeah, let's get out of here. It's been Blair Vision. It's been your host, Jordan with. Um, Trans Peter Parker. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not for it. <laughs> I'm calling the, the, the million moms aside here. Where the fuck? <sighs> and we will see you next week. Peace. Stay away from the Demogorgon. <laughs> It'll suck your dick. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, I might like that. Oh, my God. <laughs>